everyone, welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my right is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Howdy, Dave. How you doing? I'm alright, man. Good. Two weeks removed from Super Bowl 54. I'm you bored were, already. You bored? I find myself watching the XFL and no, all. That's not pretty good, good man. Nah, it's not. I like the XFL. I week, think it's quite fun. Week one was okay. Um, quarterback's too bad. Cardale Jones looks pretty good. Mm, okay, that's one quarterback and he doesn't look good he looks okay he got less than 400 yards less than 300 less than yards, yards. Got less than 300 yards that doesn't matter it's a fledgling league you've got to let it, it... kind of does no <laughs> come on Matt McGloin see Matt McGloin's performance but it's he, such um... entertainment right he basically got himself benched after half time by moaning about the head coach when do you see that in the NFL I am shocked <laughs> I'm shocked that you're saying this is good for someone who doesn't like the Pro Bowl yep. doesn't like pre-season no and yet you're liking the XFL. Yeah. You've changed, man. <laughs> You've got to be I was going to say you things. used to be cool, but you didn't. Uh, uh, thanks. Anyway, welcome to another podcast, guys. Uh, yeah, we took a week off. Um, the idea being that we'll do one every fortnight leading up to the draft. Uh, there's going to be loads of stuff to talk about. Obviously, free agency is going to be starting in a couple of weeks' time, where there's usually a frenzy of activity. And that you, uh, well, almost always happens that we record the pod just before loads of big moves happen so fingers crossed that won't happen this time nope but <laughs> let's move on shall we Dave let's get on with some some news here shall we uh, I don't want to give too much about what they were recording this because obviously stuff chat stuff happens but um, you mean you're just not going to be bothered to edit it <laughs> <laughs> that too no uh, so one of the big bits of news was that Greg Olson far from retiring has actually rocked up in Seattle yeah. On a one year seven mil deal. Five mil guaranteed, I believe. Uh five mil guaranteed, but have you seen the holes in this contract when it comes to injuries? <laughs> I'm it's guessing they're insane. Fairly fairly substantial in yeah. terms of holes. Yeah, absolutely. If they put him on IR, then they don't have to pay him for the period that he's on IR, but they can always re- uh, then recall him from IR yeah. and he retains the contract that he was on. So pay as you play, so the guarantee's not really guaranteed. It is guaranteed in the sense that he's guaranteed for when he's on the active roster but mm-hmm. he's not guaranteed in the sense that if he gets injured and he's placed on IR it's still guaranteed in the way that Kirk Cousins or Nick Foles is yeah. if when Foles got injured he was still getting the guaranteed 88 million over four years whatever it will <laughs> yeah. be um, Olsen's isn't that sensible bit of business especially considering you've got to cover yourself you're the Seahawks you? well yeah if you're the Seahawks especially because Russell Wilson takes up the vast majority of that cap space mm. um, it's about 10% or something of the cap space it's an insane amount so, yeah, doesn't surprise me. Good deal. It's a good deal. It's not great for them as well. It's been a while since I've had a... It is. I mean, there's, well, there's occasions... Jimmy Graham, isn't it, I suppose? Well, that was a few years ago. Um, he was at the Packers last he season. He was at the Packers last yeah, season. Yeah, the season before. It was Jacob Hollister, I want to say. Yeah, and they had Will Disley there as well. He got injured. Oh, yeah. It's not great from Will Disley. And I think Hollister did all right in spurts last season. Um, but again... Disley was okay until he injured. A lot of the time in... Seattle especially you're going to be asked to do a lot of blocking quite simply just because of the fact that their offensive line ain't all that so you're going to have to pitch in and help it's also that Wilson scrambles around a lot yeah. so that's not all on the offensive line if he's ran out 10 yards to the right you're not expecting him to be there how much of a surprise is it that he didn't go to New England 
because they would have been in the market for any tight end in the world <laughs> well a tight end who's got proven hands and knows how to run her out can block if he needs so to they knew that he was available Maybe everyone knew he was he available was everyone knew he was available and everyone he, knew he was leaving the Panthers but yeah which means he's available so why I'm would you not put come back. <laughs> but, I mean if Witten comes back then surely Olsen can so. but you would have put a call in and say why not well, possibly um, it's just a bit strange when he when he went there I sort of thought there's enough teams who are in desperate need of a tight end um they're too busy trying to get a hold of Tom Brady, who's not answering his phone. <laughs> that might be true. You say that joking, <laughs> it might be true. Oh, I hope it is. Uh, yeah, so there's that. We had DJ Humphreys getting re-signed for the Cardinals at left tackle. That's a big deal. About 13 mil, I think, every season he's coming out of that. Mm, One of the top pays in the league. It is. That will be beaten by the time free agency finishes. Oh, yeah. That will be blitzed. Yeah. And they do need to protect it, Kyler as well. Was so. it Trent Brown who was... The highest paid. Mm. Larry Tunsil will be the highest paid probably by the end, end of the season because they traded for effectively two first rounds. I know Kenny Stills was in there as well. Yeah. Um, when you trade for two first rounds, a, a new deal normally follows pretty quickly. The highest and highest paid left tackle in the league. <laughs> Larry yeah. Tunsil. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. And AP has had his, uh, his adoption picked up for next year. So yep. Adrian Peterson will still be running for the Redskins. I guess it was a sensible move. He's still shown that he's got production there. He was one of the few decent players on the Redskins last season. So yeah, we were talking about this before um, before we started recording. There was only yeah. really a couple of players what came out of that season with any kind of. Uh, you got eh. cling on to anyone that did anything in that, yeah. that team last year. Yeah, there wasn't much, but as I said, they were enjoyable to watch. Mm. Great to watch. Um, it would just be interesting to see defensively next year. It will be interesting to see what they do because. With Jack Del Rio running the defense, I'm not sure. It's that's just reminded me. Did you did you watch the Super Bowl coverage on Sky? No, BBC. It had um, Rob Ryan, not Rex Ryan. Rob mm. Ryan, the really fat Ryan brother, <laughs> and he had the gall to mention because he was defensive coordinator yeah. for the Redskins last season. Yeah, he had the gall to mention that he'd held the 49ers to nine points when they played in Washington. Failing to mention that was the Mud Bowl game where they didn't score one point against the 49ers <laughs> and it was just three field goals in the end that did it. So Yeah, but his job's not to score points. His job's not to score points. His job is to defend them. If I'm yeah. a defensive coordinator... It, it was torrential rain. He didn't mention that bit of it. It was just like, oh, there we go, Rob. Yeah, we've all done it. We've all done it, you know. Um, I hoping someone like GM's watching that. And going, oh yeah, you only held them to nine points. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Oh, but if you're a defensive coordinator and you say, yeah, we held them to nine points, it doesn't matter what the offense did. You weren't in charge of them. It's yeah. irrelevant what they did. It doesn't matter what the river is. You don't control that either. No. You held them to nine points. <laughs> Straight on the CV, get you a job at the Raiders, no problem. I reckon I could have held them to nine points on that game as well. <laughs> could have played for three days and they wouldn't have got more than exactly, nine points. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so right that's that's uh, some news I think we'll leave it there because obviously there's always some other stuff going on other people well, getting signed up and... the only other thing really about free agency is um, next season officially starts sort of midway through March yeah now officially I've got the dates here somewhere yeah so officially teams can't talk to restricted free agents now so that you get restricted free agents and you get unrestricted free agents you can talk to an unrestricted free agent. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. You can't talk to restricted free agents. That might just be where teams have got a fifth-year option on a player or there's a deal that's pending and it's a club option. Like Von Miller's, for example, is out of contract this season. But it's a club option, so we can enforce it without it being a franchise or transition tag. 
without Von Miller agreeing to it because it was something that was written into the contract and it's perfectly normal that that happens all the time. So I think is it 15th or 16th of March from memory is when the new season officially starts. Teams can not only start talking to other players but they can start talking to their own players. So Pat Shermer's come in as offensive coordinator and officially he's not allowed to talk to Drew Locke about footballing matters. (laughs) I shit you not, that's legit (laughs) true. Now, obviously, I can give you some of these dates actually, David, if you're on. interested. Yep. So let's go to March, obviously, because we're we're near the end of February now. Um, 10th of March, any team wishing to use a franchise and or transition tag must notify the league by 4pm on yep. the 10th. Uh, then between the 16th and the 18th of March, teams can begin negotiating contracts with pending unrestricted free agents. Um, that's including people like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Phil Rivers, Ryan yep. Tannehill, Dak Prescott, Jameis Winston. That's why you get people like Philip Rivers now saying, I'm not going to be at the Chargers because yeah. he's officially saying, I'm on the open market, make offers. Mm-hmm. So it's him creating a market for himself almost. But they can't say anything until the 16th anyway. Nope. So Absolutely not. Um, by the end of that, by the 18th, teams must also make qualifying offers to any of the restricted free agents they wish to maintain. Uh, right of first refusal yeah and then also on the 18th of March the free agency market opens um, officially known as the start of a new league league year any deals negotiated during the March 16th to 18th window can be made official on that day um, if the past any guide most of the big uh, names are off the board by the 18th anyway so yeah it's usually as soon as the window opens people are ready it's a bit like I mean in, um, deals deals are done trading places you know when they well the thing is it is deals are done before that date especially so yeah. if you look at um last year you had joe flacco everyone knew he was going to the broncos everyone knew that and it was done in february so if you are an unrestricted free agent well, i mean we've heard today or in very recent times um, that Olsen's going to be going to Seattle, there will be more of those because yeah. he was an unrestricted free agent. He's effectively a free agent in the same way that you or I are. Unfortunately, that's where the similarities end. <laughs> I mean, I've, my shoulders are about as good as his are, but other than that... so that's so, and your ankle, don't forget that. Yeah, well, less said about that. But, <laughs> but essentially, when we... There's no real point in going into the draft hugely until free agency finishes because right now you might be looking going my team needs a cornerback except the Broncos exactly yeah that's why mock drafts right now are completely ridiculous you think about the Broncos everyone says the Broncos need a cornerback Chris Harris Jr. hasn't left yet he will 100% he will leave but he hasn't left yet so saying the Broncos need a cornerback quite frankly right now it's pie in the sky because we might go out and get Eric Rowe. I mean, who knows? It could be. We could get anyone. I don't know. God, the world's your oyster. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> but it, from? I don't know. This is literally <laughs> the first player that came to my head. Um, but yeah, so we don't know what's happening at the moment. So essentially, any any drafts, any mock drafts that you're listening to right now, ignore them because we don't know what's happening in free agency. Any mock mm. drafts, just ignore them. Well, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it goes. They're nice as an outlier for at least finding out about players rather than the teams they're going to. I think that's but the, only, is, the only benefit they prove right now is that... But there's enough scout reports on YouTube where yeah. you can go and watch them rather than watching... Now's the time, guys, to go back and start watching college from like I've been doing. Yeah, 100%. 100%. It's been, been nice watching the games back. I've watched some of those bowls the first time around, but watching them again is... Uh, there's two players fun. in particular in college who I'm really excited about. Go on then, Dave, before no, you no, go no. on. Next, no. Oh, you can't tease that, can you? Give me um, one of them. Okay, wide. Re- Joe Burrow, because I'm going to No, wide wide receiver. 
Um, loads. Colorado Buffs. Lakinsh, Le- I can't always. Levixa uh, <laughs> Shaynault. Oh, you got that one right, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's his name. What do you want me to do about it? It's um, not how you say it. How do you say it then, Jim? Show me it. I can't. <laughs> so it's Levisca Shaynault. Literally, it's spelled like that. Shaynault, yeah. Levisca Shaynault. Yeah. 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 So I butchered the pronunciation, but no, he he looks like he's. So a couple of years ago, I was really um, banging the drum of Mark Andrews because he was a guy I really really liked, and he's proven to be good. Mm-hmm. I also banged the drum of Rashad Penny, who's looked okay when he's playing. He's fine when he's playing. Gets injured far too much. So yeah, every now and again I pick a decent one. <laughs> I mean, you picked Mahomes, so I'll give you that one. I did. Um, give me the other one. Go on, the one that you can actually pronounce. <laughs> um, so it's an offensive lineman called Tristan Wirfs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's playing out of Iowa, mm-hmm. and the, there's three particular plays that I saw. There's one point where he got a double rush and held both men off, one with each arm. Right. Cool. Um, and they weren't small guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one was where he. Um, broke away from the line and was blocking downfield for his running back kept ahead of the running back in terms of pace mm-hmm. and blocked about six men it was it was, <laughs> ins- it was like watching something out of the water boy it was amazing um, and the third one was where he created a hole big enough to drive a bus through and that was in one of the um, one of the bowl game but it was one of the final games for so against the proper opposition Iowa. against decent opposition I mean I, I think Iowa are Pac-12 aren't they I don't think they're playing they're against Crimson the Tide teams, no. yeah. well they've produced good tight ends <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nice that you're looking into the offensive line I and mean, there are some really good ones coming out this year as well I think without talking too much about players I think the the one position group that's really low mm. is the tight end there's, uh, there's like yeah. one half decent tight end and that's it Bryce Hopkins he's the guy who's massive and has got a catch radius the size of a stadium but other than that it's yeah and the only reason I remember that is because his last name's Hopkins and he can catch a ball <laughs> set a standard right there there you go uh, yeah so that's so we'll move away from the draft now a little bit yeah but we've now's the time it, to now's the time to go and uh, but make, plays. watch plays don't watch highlight reels because no. any, any play looks great oh, on God, highlight no, don't reels don't watch highlight reels at all watch game tape watch a player who stands out the worst thing is when you, when you watch um, some game tape someone stands out and you find out they're a junior and you think oh yeah. all right, I'll see him in the draft in three years time um, <laughs> but you've done your prep work there so well yeah as, as long <laughs> as you remember counts, the name it all counts eventually um, but yeah so it'll um, half of me wants Chenault to stay in Colorado and sign for the Broncos I mean to be fair if you're watching the LSU game you're watching half the team are getting drafted this year uh, potentially but at the same time on both sides of the ball there's a lot of players there's about 8 I think there is um, top, PFF's top 100 I think there's about yeah, 8 but there. also with LSU Alabama. with LSU you've got wide receivers who I don't necessarily think are that special so like Justin Jefferson oh that was the only one they put in the top 100 yeah so I mean how special is he really considering you've got Joe Burrow throwing at you he's got four touchdowns in the championship game brilliant he's got Joe Burrow throwing (laughs) at him you see what I'm saying though right so it's difficult to know that's the anti-argument they make for Mahomes now yes it's that he's only good because of his receiving talent yes it works both ways (laughs) how good's Joe Burrow based on the fact he's that's the whole point and that's the thing with college consistent. with college football it, it, it does work both ways though we've seen it a hundred times it works both ways I just want you to be consistent man. I just want all these people out there to be consistent about how they're arguing something alright being in, it doesn't if you change your mind it doesn't mean you're inconsistent it means <laughs> it you're flexible does. 
<laughs> Gee up. <laughs> Just depending on the person you're talking about. Yeah. Let's move away from the draft. Uh, this is your time now, guys, to get out in front of it and have a look at some of the games. Mm-hmm. You can find it all on YouTube. There, It's all there. Um, our goal today, I think, Dave, was to give out some awards. Yes. We've done little awards before, but we wanted to do a full pod on awarding some of these players at different position groups. Um being surprisingly good yeah so it's, it's kind of avoid the MVP so There's if no you're going Michael Thomas no if you're going quarterback three. you know you can't really talk about any of the guys who you would expect to be up there mm. um, so you're looking at the sort of second tier but the guys who have surprised you it's not about who's been the best because we know who the best have been there's three or four mm. names up there who have been the best yeah uh, it's about the guys who have really excelled beyond where we thought they would be um, and there's no right or wrong answer. Well, there could be. So <laughs> we'll find out if there is. Yeah. I mean, there's a few in there that <laughs> you might not necessarily agree with. So what I've done is I've come up with a couple for each position. Me too. Um, I've grouped. So down the bottom, I've grouped a couple of positions together, which I know you haven't, which will give you more of a we'll chance see. to yeah. um, explain it. But yeah, so I think it will be interesting. I think we should start from... Do you want to start from the back and work our way upwards? So if we start in defence, or do you want to start oh, in the glory positions and just start with quarterbacks? <laughs> we can start in defence if you want. Start yeah. on the defensive line. Well, should we just should we just play top trumps and say, okay, I reckon my player in this position is better than yours? Or just <laughs> <what>? <laughs> it's going to be really... It's so subjective. Mm. When I was looking through these names, you had to obviously not look at people like Aaron Donald if you're talking about defensive interior or yeah. Chris Jones. Um, Fletcher Cox that kind of thing you were looking for players that almost weren't as good last year or weren't expected to be this good this year um, so that was my most that was my main criteria for picking these players I guess if we if we pick the same player I'll put a sound effect in Mackay just sick my drink yes oh my god he needs some milk <laughs> so do you want to go first or should I go first? Should we, we'll start, let's start yeah. at quarterback because then... Start at quarterback. We'll start at quarterback. We'll start at quarterback because then we just work go our on way it. down. Go on so, one of mine, um, who isn't what I would call the overall best quarterback, I'm going to go Daniel Jones. Oh, what? Yeah, man. What the hell is this? So, tell me... I can't me, believe this. <laughs> why? Go Daniel on. Jones was drafted sixth overall by the Giants. Mm-hmm. Everyone was rolling their eyes. There was videos of people coming out physically, just being shocked. People saying, what have, what have we done? If yeah. you haven't seen them, go and watch them. There's one part where there was a guy who literally... Daniel Jones' draft reaction. Yeah. Same for Mitchell Trubisky. It's in, I've not seen the Trubisky ones. Oh, they're amazing. But the Daniel Jones one, there's people... I mean, there's like wives filming their husbands and their husbands just falling literally into yeah. a heap on the floor. Yep. Nothing was expected of Daniel Jones this season bearing in mind that he has a terrible offensive line over 60% passer completion rate and he's dragged Darius Slayton to being a decent slot receiver <laughs> oh well he's made him a decent he's slot receiver a, <laughs> I'm so he's glad got a he's better so QBR than Aaron Rodgers this season an overall rating above Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray arguably has a better team like argue, no Kyler Murray has a better offense than he does he just does so and the the o, the o line has allowed more pressures than any other team in the NFL this season. Mm. And he only played thirteen games, and he's turned them into a, a pass first defense when they've got 
what was it? What was Barkley a third overall pick at running back and a stud? Second. Second overall pick at running back. He has turned him into a pass overall. For, uh, the job Pat Shermer did with him was superb. Shermer obviously had to go because that's the way the Giants operate. And I don't think he's <laughs> the right... That's a good job. No, I don't think he's the right pick as a head coach. I think he's an offensive coordinator. Um, same as Frank right. Reich. Frank Reich is definitely a coordinator as opposed to being a head coach. But he does opinion. both. He does, but he's a better he's a better defensive coordinator than he is a head coach. But step that away from it for a second. But no, he... There's a million arguments that you can make for him being one of the surprises of the season. His biggest surprise was getting drafted six overall, Dave. But that's done. That yeah, doesn't affect that. But that's not a byproduct on what he's done this season. He's outlived all expectations. Thirteen. He games. really has. He's Playing played thirteen stars. games. Yeah, What's thirteen. Record? Well, it doesn't matter what their record what? was. Look at what he did. What kind of bullshit is this? This is this is what we're doing. He's we're not quarterback. Yes, he is. If there's one position that changes fortunes of results around mm-hmm. any other player, it's the quarterback, right? And if there's one position that helps that, it's the offensive line who's stopping from getting smashed every single time. And that's... He was constantly what having to was play. the record? The re- Listen, let's not get bogged down <laughs> with who scored what with who. I know you're not impressed with it, but I, I think Daniel Jones, and I think most people listening, would say he's had a good season. He's been a surprise. He's been a good surprise for the Giants. I know you're not a fan of it, but I don't, I, have, I don't have to please you. If you've been picked sixth overall, yep. then finishing four and twelve shouldn't mean you've had a surprise. Okay, but he season. shouldn't. He shouldn't have been picked sixth overall. But and he that, was. He was. That's not his fault. I don't. I think see even how that even for this he was probably surprised. He went Daniel Jones. There are two <laughs> of us. There's two of us. <laughs> Who's your pick then? Well, I'm going to go for Ryan Tannehill. Okay. I mean. Talk about the situation. He he came in during the second half of the loss to the Broncos after Mariota just thrown his second interception. It was thirteen nothing. Um, though that game was lost, he then went seven and three the remaining games. Yeah, that playoffs. game was lost. He beat the Patriots and the Ravens both in away stadiums, and he threw twenty-two touchdowns to six interceptions and a seventy-plus percent completion um, in those twelve games leading up to the AFC Championship game. He dragged a team that was two and four and going nowhere into a playoff team that was the, the scariest team going into the championship game because they found a formula. He was safe. Like Mariota was always quite safe with the ball, but he was never that good at play action. He, he always kind of you thought he was going to become that good. He was safe but there. unspectacular, yeah. and every now and again he'd have a brain melt but, and just. But Tannehill had nothing to lose, and he came in and he played exactly like you wanted him to play. How I'd seen flashes of him in Miami, but he had no offensive line at all. You talk about bad offensive lines. I mean, that Dolphins offensive line is is nothing compared to the Giants' offensive line. It was well, it was better than they had last this year. This year's I've was never seen. Worse. I've never seen a, a line that is, is non-existent as the Dolphins <laughs> when Daniel was there. He'd this year's this year's Dolphins was line was terrible. Lyman was handing the ball to Matt Tannehill. <laughs> was that bad? So for him to come in, he had got a chance, you know, and to put up that record to get as far as they got, which they definitely overachieved. I think that Tannehill was surprisingly good because no one really expected it. Starting the season as a backup. Yeah, I have no, I have no arguments with Ryan Tannehill being one of the surprises of the season. I really don't. And I said at the beginning of the season, they may well be the best one-two combo in terms of quarterbacks mm. in the league. The only, dispar- the only, 
thing that proved me wrong was probably the Breeze and Bridgewater yeah. um, combination. But I didn't really expect Bridgewater to play a single snap, if I'm perfectly honest. <laughs> um, but no, they proved it. He proved to be the best backup in the league. Oh yeah. Um, to the point now where the only question, the question isn't, is Tannehill going to stay there? It's are they going to have to franchise tag him in order to keep him? Well, they are. Yeah. That's that's the only question now. So it's because people are already saying he's not going to be as good next season. Well, maybe he's not going to be quite as good next season, but I don't think there's much of a drop off. I think that's basically as as close to his floor. He's a very safe quarterback. He knows what he's doing. There's nothing wrong with him. No. He doesn't do anything brilliantly, like world class, in, in the off season. but he doesn't do anything badly as well. No. Um, in theory, as long as you give so him wait. decent decent protection and retain that run game, that's mm-hmm. very important. Because obviously, uh, Derek Henry's uh, contract's out of... Out of um, it's up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's up now. He'll be, trans- he'll be transition tagged. Yeah. Um, I have absolutely no doubt that he will have a successful season next season. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what your identification of a successful season will be. Um, if you're a Titans yeah. fan, that's the only problem. Uh, I guess playoffs again, but yeah. That's what you're. That's what every team's aiming for, mm-hmm. except the Browns. Yeah, so I made a good pick then. No, I agree. And your second one then? So, this is my overall quarterback of the season. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. Now, <laughs> now with this... I was looking at which quarterback shouldn't have done well at all, which shouldn't have had any success. Yeah, yeah. And Fitz falls under that category. He, Number he was one, close to me is well, not not even that. Big. He shouldn't have played. In theory, he yeah, should Josh not Rosen have played. Have playing, yeah. They picked up Josh Rosen for a second round pick. He had um, experience playing at quarterback in a bad team. In a bad team, but <laughs> playing at quarterback, he's got all the tools. He looked okay when he was at. When he was in college, looked like everyone was saying he's the most natural passer. I didn't see it myself, but let's gloss over that. Everyone was saying no. he's the most NFL ready. He's come in and barely had a sniff. That offensive line is dire. It's the worst offensive line I've ever seen. And he's they're not helped by the ground game either. He was well, their lead. Kenyon Drake, as he's had a couple of good games. He, well, he didn't have a couple of good games. He had a couple of games. <laughs> <laughs> None of them had a couple okay. of good games. The, the Dolphins last season, do you know how many games they had with over 100 yards rushing all of last season? Three. Ryan Fitzpatrick was their, was their most... I would have thought Keelan Bellage was their best rusher. No, it was Fitz. Guess yeah. how many rushing yards he had. He was their lead oh, rusher. Guess how many? He had like 400 or something. 243. <laughs> 243. According to PFF, they have not only the worst offensive line this season, it's the worst offensive line in the nine years they've been rating offensive lines by a vast margin. Worse than the Giants? Worse than the Giants. <laughs> this why, that's why Fitz is number one. Right. And it's the fact that if you if you look at his weapons that he had to throw to, they lost Mike Gizik, uh, they lost um, Kenny Stills. They had Mike Kaziki at um, tight end, who spent most of his time blocking. And... Um, Devante Parker. Mm-hmm. Parker looked great. I mean, to the point where his take-up in fantasy at the beginning of the season was 12%. By the end of the season, 99.8% of fantasy leagues had picked up Devante Parker. That tells you everything about his performance. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, had a QBR 66.5, which lead, which is ahead of seven quarterbacks who made the playoffs. Seven of the 12 quarterbacks who made the playoffs Fitz is ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the quarterback player of the season. <laughs> Fact. Surprisingly good. 
quarterback of the season. And that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah, no. Surprisingly I, good. The same way that you instantly agree with Tannehill, yeah. I'm instantly agreeing with Fitzpatrick. He was close to being my surprisingly good. The only reason you like him is because he means that Rosen's not going to be in the NFL anymore. That's I the only reason you like him. <laughs> Liar. Look, Rosen put himself out of the NFL. Yeah, he was the one that was on the sidelines saying, nah, I don't fancy going in. He yeah. literally said that. Well, yeah, I don't disagree. He said that it was better for me not to go in. <laughs> if that isn't wearing a white flag, I don't know what is. Well. Um, so my second pick for surprisingly good, and I know what you're going to say, all right, but you've got to hear me out. Okay. Because oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to rag on you because I, I think all of we'll these what we are going to say are all subjective. So I, I've said Daniel Jones. Mm, yeah. For me, that's subjective, but he's done a superb job compared to what we all thought he was going to do. I thought he was going to get smashed. and He was going to be absolutely diabolical. I mean, as long as you're not going to. The gonna fact pick... that he stayed upright for the majority of the season. Well, no. Look how many. Qu- not I'm not. Let's not go back into Daniel yeah, Jones. Not. As long as you're not going to pick Dwayne Haskins now, I haven't really got an issue <laughs> with that. Who are you picking? Uh, I'm picking Lamar Jackson. Oh, for f- You need to calm down. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. The MVP? Yeah. Pipe down. He was not expected to be the MVP, Dave, this season, which is why he's <laughs> surprisingly good. I don't, think you got the, I don't think you got the point of what we're doing. Do you remember what happened? Do you remember last season? You, All right, you I want to change part? Daniel Jones. I'm picking, I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. Can you calm down for a second? Garbage! Listen, listen. <laughs> Last season, Lamar Jackson didn't play a full season, all right? Joe Flacco, as you well know, was the starter in Baltimore, okay? Half, and for the first half, he was being lined up in gadget plays as a wide receiver at some point, you know, just as, to, as a kind of decoy. And then halfway through the season, they put him in. He goes on a good streak of winning games, but they weren't throwing the ball, okay? They went as a kind of run the ball where they had three running backs, including himself as an option, okay? okay? Get through to the playoffs, Smashed out in the first round by the Chargers. Yep. Okay. So, terrible. Mm-hmm. In that season, he finished with a QBR. He was 31st. He was below Blake Bortles last year. Okay. In QBR. Okay. This year, he went up to first. Now, that is the definition of being bad last year and great this year. Because when you walked into this season, they only brought in really Hollywood Brown as an extra offensive weapon. But what they did was they decided to tailor the entire offense around Lamar. They brought in Mark uh, Mark Ingram. I was just about to say Mark Ingram. Had a great Ingram. season. Yeah. Yep. Might talk about him later. But, oh, for fuck's sake. But Lamar Jackson outstripped everything that anyone was expecting of him for this second season. People were expecting him to run the ball again like they'd done, but not throw it. When I scouted him at college, right, I put him down as my third best quarterback in that class. Yeah. But he had a fairly weak arm. He was okay on short to medium throws, but not on long long throws. He wasn't great at accuracy. That was the, the, the rip on him, was he had a kind of a noodle arm. He has played much better than I expected him to do, and I liked him coming out of college. So that is why I've got Lamar Jackson as my surprise quarterback for 2019. I mean... How can, you, how can you say that when he's leapt from 31st ranked in QBR? He was right near the bottom. Below Blake Bortles. So one of your points, one of your points is that he's now started throwing the ball. He has fewer passing yards than Mitch Trubisky this season. But his accuracy. He has fewer passing yards than Mitch Trubisky. But his accuracy and overall play, Dave, it's not just about stats. His overall play <laughs> is better than I expected him to be. You've picked, and a lot of people expected him to be. Jim, Jim, 
Can I can I just break Ed, this down? Who was can I just, win the AFC can I just break this down to you? Who was the team that's most likely to win the AFC North? Before okay, the if we started? go back to the picks that was I it made, Lamar Jackson winning fourteen games. If we go back to the picks that we made last uh, last season, uh, at the beginning of the year, I said that they that they would win um, AFC North. I got all five right. So I'm not talking just about you, Dave. I'm talking about I got the, it right. The pundit class. Jim, can I just say, in the surprise picks awards that we are doing you've picked the league mvp yes you should be ashamed for of a turnaround you disgrace for a turnaround you, you make me sick i can't believe it. i finally give a raven some credit and i'm getting pelters for it it's quite right as well <laughs> you make me sick you do that guy was he was labeled a running back at the end of the season day in terms of on him. in terms of yards he's 22nd in the league in terms of yards he's behind kyle allen and Andy, and Andy Dalton. Who would you rather have? Andy Dalton. You'd rather have Andy Dalton? Is In this award saying? ceremony, yes. No, 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 as a quarterback. Well, of course I'd rather have the league MVP, but you're missing the entire point. Ugh. If you say so. You Let's move Daniel on. Jones, mate. You're Let's completely... move on. <laughs> you got a running back. <laughs> uh, well, first one is Derek Henry. <laughs> oh. You people must be out your damn mind. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Go on. Name a rushing stat, and chances are Henry's at the top of the list, right? Attempts, yards per game, touchdowns, he got 16. Overall rushing yards, 1,540. Arthur Smith comes in as a new offensive coordinator and changes the entire philosophy of that team. He handed the reins to their best weapon, which is Derek Henry. Before that, they were committing that between him and Dion Lewis. They were trying to get Mariota to use the ball more. They were forcing it away from Henry. And this is the first time he's properly been given the, the chance to show off in a multiple game span. He's always been good, but he's never been trusted before. We've never seen a player put up those kind of stats. And that is the turnaround. That's the surprising part of it. That's why it's surprisingly good. I'm not sure we're going to see it again next season. I think that as you were saying every week through the playoffs that he's, he's going to be knackered with they've overused him alright I've got a fear that they've overused him and we'll never see that, that so your again. your surprise pick at running back is the number one ranked running back yeah cool good choice um, <laughs> I am picking a running back who played on a terrible team sure. with a terrible line mm. and in yards finished 46 yards behind Derek Henry Okay. Tell me who it is. Oh, you tell me. No, no, you tell me who it is. My, my, <laughs> my point is, this is a surprise player, so immediately you can't go, it's this player, it's him. Nick Chubb. That's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. He's because be one. That's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. Well, so's Henry. You can't make that argument when you've picked a guy who's the first choice running back as well. Well. The Browns have... A disgusting line. It's a but bad. Chubb was good last year. It's a bad line. I agree. It was. Herring wasn't that good. He last wasn't fourteen hundred yards good. Henry wasn't fifteen hundred yards good last year. Okay, but he was nowhere near the top. You're 10. missing the point. So, Dick Chubb, second overall, second highest rushing, second yes. highest rusher in the league, and he wasn't even used in the red zone at mm. all. Mm. He was not targeted, and he was targeted. He was Remember. given the ball on a team that has a really bad offensive line. And a lot of it was yards that were made after the tackle. His con- his yards after contact was huge as well. Oh, yeah, he's great. So, 
I, I mean, I'm just shocked that you picked Derek Henry, sorry. And I'm Lamar sorry, Jackson. I, I didn't think about Nick Chubb because he's been consistently good. No, last season, he, I don't think he reached 1,000 yards. I'd have to check that one, Dave. Mm. Well, you might as well have picked pick Chris McCaffrey. Is he your second choice, is he? He is, actually. No, oh, for <laughs> I bet he is, actually. He's not. Mm. He's not. Didn't reach 1,000 yards last season. How close was he? It's like 10 yards off. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Dave. Not, it's not a 1,000 yard season, though. It's not surprising either, though, is it? Their offensive line is worse. You see my point, though. You can see why he's surprisingly good. If I say to any NFL fan, who's the best running back? They're all going to go Derek Henry. If I, say, who's the second, season, if I said, who's the second best running back? No one's going to go, Nick Chubb. No one's going to say that. Most people aren't <laughs> going to say that. I've won that round. Who's your next running back? Haven't. Who's your next running back? Well, I could have gone for Lamar Jackson again, couldn't I, I suppose? You could have, because he had more. His uh, rushing average was higher than yeah. um, Derek Henry. But against my better wishes, I'm going to go for Mark Ingram as my second best. Not a and surprise, but good. good. Not a surprise, well, but good. He came into a new team, number one. Okay. Does, for a running back, that doesn't mean anything. Well, it did look to be a committee then. All right, they already had Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. <laughs> what? Gus Edwards? Yeah. Gus, Gus Edwards. How good was Gus Edwards last year? How good, how good was Gus Edwards in comparison to Mark Ingram? It doesn't matter. It Kind of he does. Was in production with it him and Lamar Jackson and the partnership going. Does <laughs> Dave? But Ingram took over. It wasn't expected for him to take over that that backfield. He scored ten touchdowns and picked up fifty three rushing first downs. Only six running backs scored more, and they weren't uh, surprising names. So Zeke, McCaffrey, Gurley, Henry, Cook, and Aaron Jones. So the production that he did, I think that Mark Ingram was surprisingly good at running back this season. Well, I mean, just over a 1,000 yards. Um, does reasonably well, consistently well, year on year, um, but has played second fiddle in previous years to Alvin Kamara. Um, is it is it a surprise that he's done as well as he has? There are a lot of question marks in fantasy Maybe. about there, him doing There are question marks, absolutely, but for a team that's based on having great blockers opening holes and being a rushing team it's just, it's it's not a shock it's not really it's a small surprise that he's done yeah. as well yeah I mean okay. huge surprises here at a stretch I'll give you that one thank you at a stretch um, <sighs> mine is Josh Jacobs that's not surprising uh, compared he's to what, what we were expecting first coming round in, rookie I think it was Overall, but well, he shouldn't have been a first overall rookie. We shouldn't have been a first round rookie for a start, and we've both well, said that's that. That's the before. Raiders for you. That is the Raiders. Um, when eighth overall, I mean, Do wow, that instantly disqualifies him again. Not really. Only you played can't thirteen drop games. The top 10 player and say it's surprising he's played well. Well. Well, you can. You can't. You, you absolutely can't, can. You can't, can't, can't do that. Of course you can. I've no. done that. I've done that with the quarterback as well. Yeah, exactly. You're wrong there. <laughs> but neither of them should have gone where they did. <laughs> That's the point. That is not the point, Dave. The it absolutely point is. So we're going to see about this. The, the whole point was, at the beginning of the season, he was electric. He was so good. Then he got injured, whatever yeah. he was doing. I mean, we don't want to know what he was getting up to in Oakland that got him injured. Ooh. But um, but the main point is that he's one of those Alabama quarterback who, uh, Alabama running, running backs, back. who are carrying on the tradition. I mean, Kenyon Drake, uh, Derek Henry, Alabama quarterback, uh, running back, um, TJ Yeldon, Eddie Lacey I can't remember anymore other than that but yeah solid I don't really like 
praising Raiders players for obvious reasons. But um, no, he was one of the guys who I thought was um, one of the real success stories last season. But not surprising. He he was surprising for me. We'll see how many years he lasts. Well, no, I agree with that. (laughs) But we're just talking last year. The last five. Yeah. Maybe. Let's move on to wide receiver. We're going to be all right. Yeah. Um, so you, you're first then. Uh, Chris Goodwin. Mackay just sipped my drink, yes? Oh my oh. God. Oh. He needs some milk. Yeah. Oh, I like that. We've got a match. Um, third overall in terms of yards. Only my other player that I've picked um, had more touchdowns than him. And he was the main beneficiary of the boom or bust Jameis Winston era. Mm. Um, there was the... There was that period where, which was shown a million times on SportsCenter, where um, Evans was well, snapped his hamstring in half and everyone was going, oh my God, what's going to happen here? And, um, Perriman was good very briefly and then all of a sudden it was um, down to Chris Goodwin and uh, our own Philly Sai had him in fantasy, the jammy <laughs> git. Yeah. Um, I think I was playing him the week afterwards because it was one game he had a massive game three or four touchdowns and a billion yards and I was yeah. playing him the week afterwards and he didn't really show up which I was happy about <laughs> but um, but he played 14 games he did he and he was nine touchdowns he did and he was 1,200 yards third overall in yards yards receiving in how many games? 14 wow I mean that that's legit good mm. I mean finally we saw someone other than Mike Evans catching the ball in Tampa which was nice yeah so yeah that was a fairly obvious one for me. Yeah, absolutely. Your second one? Uh, my second one then is Devontae Parker. Okay. Mentioned earlier on. In that Dolphins team, he put up nine touchdowns. But he has got a Hall of Fame quarterback thrown at him. Just want to put, <laughs> just want to put that out there. Just want to put Over 1,200 yards receiving on just 72 catches. For perspective, Dave, Michael Thomas, who would have been not allowed in this one, uh, he did 1,725 well, yards on 149 catches. Kind of shot Michael Thomas isn't your pick, but let's it, gloss over it that. It took double the amount of receptions to get just 500 more yards for mm-hmm. Thomas than Parker did in that team. Yep. So, no. I, the, the reason for some of those wins was because Fitzpatrick could throw it up to Devontae Parker. It was that partnership. know he would come down with it. 100% it was that partnership. Yeah. Give him a 50-50. I don't know this for sure, but I would I would put five whole pounds Ooh. on the fact that Devontae Parker has played basketball. <laughs> I'd put money on that. Because, Ever? Well, that I mean, was a very good basketball player. Because yeah. there's that... Huge. The way that he plays and the way that he brings the ball in and wins 50-50s, mm-hmm. I'd put money on it that he's a basketball player. Well, I'm not going to... Yeah, no, I don't know if that's true or not. So, yeah. yeah, send us a send us an email if he has. Yeah, <laughs> send us a tweet. Okay, and your second one, uh, Kenny Galladay. Okay, yeah. So Galladay had most touchdowns in the NFL. Um, he had Stafford thrown at him for eight weeks, and Stafford was great for those first eight weeks before mm. he got injured. Um, then he had um, JDTD, old Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, um, he was thrown at him for three weeks, followed by Blau. David David Blau, David Blau um, for five weeks. Didn't win any of those. Oh, no. Um, their offense was ranked 17th overall in total offense. Um, and that's with him doing all those touchdowns. It was with him doing all those <laughs> touchdowns. <laughs> and he had Marvin Jones over the other side, who shouldn't be overlooked. Because Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones had a decent season. But he was Really decent game. season. He was. I mean, that's his... And they lost Golden Tate as well. Uh, yeah, I don't trade, think that so. was a massive hit oh, he's for the them. the best slot receivers in the game. 
but Marvin Jones Marvin Jones well. was taking over the slot really well as well because he was playing mm-hmm. outside and inside um, but it, I mean it proves the fact that it wasn't really a big deal because Kenny Golladay stood up they picked up the slack big time um, wide receiver of the season for me surprise wide receiver of the season okay yeah. surprise wide receiver yeah, yeah. Um, so we're at the tight ends already right I've gone a bit fanboy um, overall and I'm willing to accept that this is an obvious pick so I've gone Mark Andrews right okay. which is a, not Noah Fant then That's no, right. no no, no. <laughs> come on give me some credit which I admit is I'm picking probably the consensus one of the best tight ends in the league so I'm willing to admit that but I'm top five boy. well in terms of stats last season he was he was first overall um First overall tight end and joint sell um, in terms of touchdowns. Well, first overall in terms of touchdowns and second overall in terms of total yards. Okay. Um, and he's a great blocker. Um, yeah. But I, I've, I've mentioned about Mark Andrews a hundred times. But he, again, he was good last season. Uh, he was okay the season before. Ooh. He I was okay. He, was he certainly wasn't. the Titans off the fantasy boards? Mm, not sure. I think he was. Not sure. But I'm, I'm willing to admit that mm. this is a this is a fanboy pick, so... I think the tight, I think this tight I think end. He's getting on thin ice with this one. Well, maybe still on thicker ice than your two bloody stupid <laughs> picks. Um, tight end for me is really straightforward, and that's my second pick as okay. to who the surprise of the season is. So, who are you running with? Well, I'm guessing we've probably gone for the same one as our first. So, my second one was Jared Cook. Okay. Um, only played 14 games uh, in a new team, which you obviously don't think is a big deal. Uh, no, it is, for, it is for a receiver, not for a running back. Okay. Still caught nine touchdowns as a red zone threat. Yeah. Uh, picked up 32 first downs for the Saints and averaged 50 yards a game. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since Breeze could run on the tight end as well. So he came in and was a great other weapon other than just Michael Thomas. I agree. I do agree. Mm. Just two points I would make about Jared Cook Day. Sure. Three. First one is an ex- yeah. First one is an X Raider. So, <laughs> so <laughs> second point is on offense superb. Defense uh, oh, okay is not a great blocking tight end, but whatever, whatever. What are you wanting for? What are you doing? They've got a better line. Third point is there were points last season when he'd go missing, and uh, well, that's, that's on the scheme as well. Did they were they targeting? That's him exactly what I was going to say. Maybe. That's not on him. Maybe it's not on him. Maybe it is. I don't know. But there, because I was there was several points last season when I was looking for a new tight end um, because Kittle was injured in fantasy. Yeah. Um, Cook was available a couple of times and he's he just wasn't high enough offensively to be able to then say he's the guy I'm going to go and get. So yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. I think he had a great season and it was. I will give you credit for this. It was definitely a surprise. Yeah, even though he had a great season last year for the Raiders, yeah. the fact that he got shipped off to the Saints, you never know what's going to do to a what did, what did, tight end. What did the Saints give up for him? Did they give up anything? Because so. it's got to be a bargain. I don't remember it being like first, second, or third it's, round it's or a, anything like that. If it like is that. a pick, it's a low one. I don't that, think they did anything. That's for a bargain him. within itself. Mm. So the consensus surprising tight end of the yeah. game? Yeah, TJ Hockaday. I'm joking. Hockaday? <laughs> I'm joking. Hawkinson. <laughs> um, Hawkinson, that was it. Yeah. Dave Hockaday, that was the old Leeds manager, the one who was Forest <laughs> Green Rovers. You combined Hawkinson and Golladay. Yeah, that was the one. What a receiver. Yeah. Um, so, it's Darren Waller, right? Yeah, it's Darren Waller. Yeah, it's Darren Waller. Um, I just wish he didn't play for the Raiders. <laughs> but no, dangerous. Um, it's proved to be good on offense and defense. Um, second most receiving yards of all tight ends. Um, PFF had him um, second... In, um, in terms of 
uh, tight ends uh, behind Kittle, who they had first overall. He was Kittle was the league MVP according to PFF. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who doesn't know, we say this a lot. PFF is um, Pro Football Focus. They are sort of they set the standard Stat in nerds. yeah they set the standard in stats controls. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're they're always a good place to listen. Um, but yeah, he was fourth overall in the NFL out of everyone this includes running backs and this is important it includes running backs because mm-hmm. he was obviously first in terms of tight ends first overall in yards after contact out of everyone and that includes running backs Doesn't that as a no, stat he was second in yards after catch um, after Christian McCaffrey after contact yeah yeah is insane absolutely insane 600 of his 1,145 yards came after the catch as well only scored three touchdowns, but considering he came from nowhere to be one of the few positives for the Raiders, means he deserves this award, right? There, there were quite a few positives for the Raiders last season. Yeah, their line was good last season. Still they spent a, a lot of money off. on it. Still a long way off being competitive. Maybe, but no, he was a definite. No um, offense, I know you were close Raiders fans to the playoffs, but really, I think what's there, what's good though is every year they're about to ship off Derek Carr. It, no, they're not. no, they're not. Every year, <laughs> I know what you're going to say, and it's, they're not getting Brady. So, 60 ev- million reasons why they might get Tom Brady. Every year, there is. We watch Hard Knocks, and the producers pick a couple of players like Devin Caduce and other yeah. players, and, and they say, These are the guys we're going to follow, and we're going to get everyone emotionally invested in them, and then they get cut, and we never hear from them again, and blah, blah, blah. Darren Waller was a guy who they made us buy into. He did. And he's turned into a star. It's quite nice. I mean, it's terrible that they play for the Raiders, but it's quite nice. Um, but no, he seems like a nice guy, and his story is great as well. Put the pipe down, Jared. Yeah, he was a junkie, and now he's an NFL stud. And yeah, I mean, fair play to him. I hope he gets a massive, massive contract. I really do. We'll see. Yep. So that's the offense done, Dave. Yeah. So now looking at the defense. I've split this up for defensive linemen, mm. including defensive ends. And then I've got outside linebackers as another group, inside linebackers as another group, and then defensive backs. So that's safeties plus corners. Yeah, I've gone safeties plus corners, but I've also lumped in defensive end and linebacker as one. So Okay. Yeah. So for this, I'll just be judge, jury, and execution of the your picks. <laughs> right. Well, let's do let's do defensive line then. So mm-hmm. that's interior defensive linemen and defensive ends. Uh, so my first one is Justin Houston. I just want to make. I just we probably should have said this at the beginning, but we banned ourselves from picking our own players, which I think is important to say because when it came to edge rushers, obviously T.J. Watt would have been mm-hmm. the consensus pick for most people, and I think it was a surprise that he played at the level that he did. Um, but we banned ourselves from picking. I, I certainly didn't pick any Steelers. I'm pretty sure you didn't pick any. Broncos. No, I didn't pick um, any Broncos. No. no, so we banned ourselves from doing that just to sort of put that caveat in there. Well, I did pick some Steelers. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, not TJ Watt. You make me sick. We, <laughs> said, we literally said we weren't going to pick any of our own team. I couldn't do it. I couldn't help myself. You make me sick. Justin Houston. Moved from the Colts, but no one told him he's too old to be racking up sacks. Got 11 on the season and 15 tackles for loss. I just like the fact that the old warhorse carried on doing what he's doing. Okay. I like that. It's surprising as well because everyone expected him to completely fall off. Justin Houston's a guy for obvious reasons that I love to hate. And now I can just love him. Yeah. Um, I haven't done a interior lineman or edge rusher 
I'm going to now. Okay. Um, he's a player who plays at linebacker, um, but plays edge as well. Um, Shaq Barrett. Mackay just sipped my drink, yes? Oh, wow. my God. He needs some milk. Yeah, we would expect to have Shaq Barrett. 19 and a half sacks, he's getting in surprising. It's <laughs> insane. I mean, he was always good. Um, this was surprisingly good, Dave. Oh, my God. You're not kidding. I'm hitting the brand. You're not kidding. Surprisingly good. For the first time tonight. <laughs> you mean the person with the most sacks in the NFL last season? <laughs> but it was a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Your arbitrary rules. Yeah, I know. You okay. may come up as we go along. Do you know what? Because I did add in this extra one, then, I'm putting um, Max Crosby as my other defensive lineman. Max Crosby? Yeah. Okay. Stood out on a bad Raiders team. 10 sacks and 19 tackles for loss. Do you know what? <laughs> I, I had in my head Mason Crosby. No, not Mason Crosby. Max Crosby, <laughs> Mason Crosby's the kicker from the Packers? Yes. Well, Jesus Christ, this is rogue. No. <laughs> Max. Sorry. Two X's. Yeah, sorry. Max. <laughs> trying to give the Raiders some credit here after I've just slammed them. Come on. Yeah. I just, he had a really good season pressured all the time you could tell he wanted to wanted to get after the quarterback uh, that's the Raider way of doing things um, I was impressed by Max Crosby and I think he was surprisingly good he he surprised me um, that he, well I think a lot of it was scheme because he was almost allowed to be the ball hawk yeah um, and there was a couple of times he was almost playing as a deep safety as well which surprised me a bit mm. um, I mean the Raiders have been lacking a decent safety for a couple of years now and decent middle linebackers well but he, he was injured yes, first game literally first game of the season against the Broncos yeah. he went off and I don't think he came back in so yeah. Crosby was dropping deep and playing almost as that middle linebacker um, but no again I don't have any huge issue with that pick um, my linebacker I've gone for um, a guy who I thought he had a good season season before this year has really stepped up to be elite I think he was elite anyway for quite a few years okay. um, Bobby Wagner you people must be at your damn mind so now oh Dave <laughs> what Dave this guy hits the Pro Bowl like every year he does, but the Pro Bowl is uh, that's just a popularity contest so it's that doesn't mean it's not surprising mean... if Bobby Wagner is good no but he wasn't good he was insanely good this oh, year like no, ridiculous no. highest cover grade in in run and in the air in defense in the NFL um, he, 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 insanely admit good admit you're wrong I'm this not is, wrong he's not surprisingly good neither was Lamar Jackson or Derek Henry they were no they weren't because they were last year pipe down not piping anyway <laughs> that's ridiculous it's not really right, we're, we're moving on from that but, uh, I'm going to go but Best linebacker, Shaq Barrett. Ahead, I mean, ter- yeah, right, in terms of most surprising. Yeah, okay. My middle linebackers. Yeah. My first one was Adaria Smith. Spent four seasons in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Did almost nothing. But in it was his a first, bit harsh. Well, <laughs> it was a bit harsh. Go with me on this one. All right. In his first season in Green Bay, he doubles his best sack total to end up with 13 and a half and caused constant pressure for a change from the Packers' defense. He was great every single game. I liked Blake Martinez last season, but Zadarius Smith comes in and was even better than Blake. He overshadowed Blake. Mm. So, overshadowed Blake. So, I was really impressed with Zadarius Smith. Um, It's a shame he got so beaten up by the 49ers both times. He's not not on his own in that. That Packers team. um, Other than that, he was 
legit dangerous and very surprising seeing as though it was his fifth season in the league and no one had really talked about him before that time yeah no I agree Boom, good surprisingly good <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't disagree I've still got two more linebackers you must have another linebacker yeah nope no more linebackers nope I'm okay. fresh out so my other middle linebacker is Joe Schubert or Schubert from the Browns I was going to say, is he Browns? It's unlike he you. You're picking a lot of Browns, and I've well, not picked any Browns. You're picking a lot of other teams this in your is my division. Browns pick. You're a lot picking a lot of Spoiler plays alert. from other teams. Yeah, <laughs> other well, teams in your division. For the Steelers, so you are. I haven't picked a Steelers player yet. Yet. Yeah. You, you were banned from picking Steelers players, and you've still picked them. So don't give me the shit about <laughs> you're not a homer. Of course you are. He played for the Browns, and it's never easy. But Schobert actually <laughs> oh, looked dangerous. Jesus. What he did. I mean, there's a twisted compliment. It's never easy to play for the Browns and look good, but he did. He looked dangerous. Tell that to Nick Chubb. He played every game, Dave, which is good. He racked up 83 solo tackles, two sacks, four interceptions and two forced fumbles. Getting four interceptions in the middle linebacker is not easy. Seeing as though the the most interceptions we had this season was six from a cornerback. Mm -hmm. I thought he was really good. And he's a low, low draft pick as well. So he wasn't one of their first round splashes. Um... Yeah, it I'm is assuming, a, but he is someone to watch out for. It is a bit weird that the Browns have picked up someone good in the draft and it's not third overall or whatever <laughs> whatever they're used to picking at the moment. Yeah. My other uh, edge player was Bud Dupree. Out of contract this season? Well, yeah. And the reason is because he hasn't played... He's had a slow start to his career. Mm-hmm. You know. um, what was it? This is his fifth year now. He went from a career-best six sacks... To 11 and a half this year. Four, four forced fumbles. It's easy to say. And 16 more solo tackles in his previous best season. It's easy to do though when you're playing the Browns and the Bengals twice. For it's anyone, not, this, this doesn't count. How does it not count? Because he's a stealer. This is ridiculous. This, doesn't, this guy has stepped up this, this season. After four seasons of getting gradually count. better, he had a massive leap forwards this season. You've broken the law. Surprisingly good. You've broken the law. I'm about to do it again. Defensive oh, backs. for Christ's sake. Defensive backs. Mick on, Fitzpatrick. Is, is that who you... Me? No, am I ass? <laughs> I'm saying, is that who you've picked? Yeah, of course I'm oh, picking Fitzpatrick. Go on. <laughs> Have your fanboy moment. You're banned from picking Steelers. I don't know. I don't even want to hear it. Day. don't even want to hear it. I'm not he interested. He switched to the Steelers as not interested. started and became the player he promised to be at Alabama. They Rubbish. played him at the cornerback incorrectly in Miami and finally you get to see just how dangerous this guy is. I love Mick Fitzpatrick. If I buy another jersey, which I will do, that'd be the name on the back of it. I hope it's Ryan Fitzpatrick that you get on the back. <laughs> um, well, league MVP, according to you. So I was stuck between two players. I'm not going to tell you who the other one was, but I've gone for someone who I think might annoy you. I'm sure they will. And who you disagree with? Annoys me, though. Sean Williams, strong safety. Right. Um, Bengals. Now, well, you're he's, brave. <laughs> he's been playing on a terrible defence. I can't wait to see the rest of this one. Strapping <laughs> myself in, hang on. Let's, let's, let's just drink some beer when I'm listening Enough to about this. you and Strafons, will you? <laughs> Give it a rest. So, he's been playing on a terrible defence this season. Um, he is the fourth high safety in terms of tackles, 114 tackles this year. And he missed... Yeah, he was kept busy. Yeah. he In total, he missed one tackle this season. One. Now, in terms of actual targets, that's amazing. That is insane. Um, week 11, got a broken wrist. 
Didn't stop him. Still carried on. <laughs> um, got an interception in the game that he broke his wrist, and that was against the Steelers. That was the famous Helmet Gate game. Um, but he's also made Darius Phillips and Jesse Bates significantly that was the better. Game. Week 13. Yeah, but you say he's a Bengal. It was the Browns. It was Miles Garrett that hit. It was Miles Garrett. Yeah, right. so. well, it was the game. It wasn't that game then. <laughs> ah, well, my. It's very easy to get the Browns and the Bengals mixed oh, they're up. Both they're basically the bloody same. Um, but no, he's made uh, Darius Phillips and Jesse Bates both significantly better players. And without him, imagine how bad that team would have been. You hate the Bengals. You hate the Bengals, right? I mean, 114 tackles and only one tackle missed. Come on, that is insanely good. No one would have expected him to be this good. How many games they win? That doesn't matter. I'm look at his individual piece of work. How many games did the Steelers win? Eight. Yeah. You've two players. How many were you expected to win, you dick? More than one. You were expected to win more than one, yeah. Yeah. Well, not without a starting <laughs> quarterback, you weren't. Uh, Jesus Christ. Can't believe you picked a Bengal. I picked a Bengal, you're right. Of the year. Yeah, absolutely. I thought I was out on the limb with a Brown. Nope. I've you, got a, you went all the way. I've had a Brown as well. <laughs> I've had a Brown and a Dolphin. I've had two Dolphins. Let's bring it back to some semblance of uh, normality here. I yeah. went for my second defensive back. Does he play for the Steelers as well? No. Are you sure? No one else plays for the Steelers. Fuck's sake. No one else. Yeah. Done my two. Janoris <laughs> Jenkins. This was a comeback season for Jenkins. Um, as he switched teams from the Giants to the Saints, but still ended the season with five interceptions, which was joint second best out of all players. Uh, for Ince, he was really good a few years ago, dipped right down, uh, and it was the right move for him to go to the Saints. Managed to um, pair up with the other defensive backs there and turned it around, I think. Yeah. So, surprisingly good. Cool. He was near the top of the list of of best cornerbacks. I, but not expected. No, I don't necessarily disagree. I'm just. I'm well, st- how else can you judge this metric? I mean, it's difficult to say. No, it is. I'm the just cornerback a- was surprisingly good because typically, if nothing happens and the cornerbacks had a good thing, mm. haven't they? So, no. I'm I'm still annoyed that you've picked two two Steelers. I'm oh, sorry. I, I just am. I do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a Bronco. Try it. Just one. Justin Simmons. Justin right. Simmons plays strong safety, move on, move to free safety, but um, has been so good this season as talk of the Broncos having to um, franchise tag him because he's that good. Mm. Um, he has had a real step up this season. And I don't know this for a fact, but I would put money on it that PFF have got him ranked in the top three. Um, what, Broncos safeties? No, <laughs> shut up, you idiot. <laughs> We've only got three safeties. One of them's a cornerback. Yeah, one of them's a cornerback that moved to three safety as well. Um, but no, he's he, as you're picking a Steeler, I'm picking a Bronco. Are they going to franchise tag we've already franchised uh, Andy Anovich? We haven't. No, Andy Anovich <laughs> has got three years left on his contract. Oh, sewed him up. He's not long signed. Although it's interesting that, so anyone who doesn't know, Andy Anovich is my favourite player who's a fullback. Um, the Broncos have just got a new offensive coordinator, the aforementioned Pat Shermer, mm-hmm. who, in the history of his offences, doesn't use fullbacks. No. So, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. They're expecting to be rocking up in uh, oh, somewhere else hmm. fairly soon. Those are all of our skill players done. Um, yeah. There is just one position left, Dave, that we've... Two. Special teams. Yeah? There's one player on special teams. Oh, I've done a coach as well. 
Oh, you the coach. I'm doing a coach. I'm one with the coach, so you can do the coach. But yeah, let's hear who you've got then for your special teams player of the year. Uh, Jamal surprisingly Ag- good. Jamal Agnew is my special teams surprisingly good player of the year. Okay, he's the only guy to get both a punt touchdown return mm. and a kickoff touchdown return and one of those broke my heart because it was at mile high against Denver <laughs> uh, anyone who knows anything about uh, yeah so did I landed on 35 before that's a decent punt that's yeah. alright that's not bad um, punts travel further at the mile high stadium than anywhere else mm. so it's notoriously difficult to do a punt return yeah um, and he managed it bless him um, one of them was they called it um, I think they called it a 100-yard return. It was actually 101. If you go back and watch it where he caught it, mm. it was 101 yards because he caught it Yeah, just one yard inside the end zone, but they, they called it 100. I'm sure he's not too gutted about that. I'm no, not going to lie. Um, it's the third season in the NFL. He will. He's basically made himself a 10-year career now in the NFL, even if it's only being a special teams player. Um, mm. He's a cornerback. He's not a running back. We're used to seeing running backs and, and wide receivers, wide receivers yeah. being... Pump returners, but no, he's uh, he's a cornerback. Had a, I tried basically having a look at his season and what his season has been like defensively. It's been all right. He's a backup cornerback. Yeah. Well, that's what he's there. He's a backup cornerback. Yeah. Basically, he's he's come in a couple of times and played nickel. And if you're playing nickel, you're not seeing the ball. No. You're there basically to disrupt um, and to play deadhead basically, and that's what he's done. So um, he's made himself a nice career in the in the NFL, and he's my special teams player of the season. Do you know what, Dave? I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to argue that. He was surprisingly good. He was. Considering no one knew who he was. <laughs> he's, well, the thing is, he, there was some highlights packages from him the year before, because I think he got a touchdown return at one point. Um, but I think the problem the year before was um, teams kicking off against the Lions. That meant that, I mean, essentially the Lions had three or four players who were doing kickoff returns at that point, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. all on him. Um, so yeah it just kind of was what it was mm. and teams tend not to punt against the Lions let's be honest because they're Don't normally yeah they're normally scoring <laughs> very true yeah. very true well I've actually gone for a punter because okay. punters are people too they are and Brett Kern for the Tennessee Titans is my pick the okay. best punter can I just say genuinely never heard of him educate me he had 78 punts this year. I love the fact you had to look at that. Uh, what did he do? Was, yeah. Text is quite small, Dave. <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong. We're getting right. to that age now where text is becoming I've small. I've got to make it bigger. Yeah. yeah. Rub it. <laughs> it's very dark in it. No, rub it. It'll make it bigger from my experience. Is it? Yeah. 78 punts. 37 ended inside the 20. Only two went for touchback, which is really important. Yes. If they're ending inside the 20 but not going for touchback, uh, only 30 of those 78 punts uh, were returned for any yardage as well. Okay. So. You're getting high on it, hang time on it. Getting hang time on it, yeah. You And he was very good at aiming for corners as well. Yeah. So he was able to get it out of bounds, which I'm not sure. I don't know why every punter doesn't do that. I know. That I'd, should be your entire job is aiming for the corner. Yeah, I do that at Madden. Dumbass. It, because if it goes straight out of play from a punt, it's fine. Yeah. Because it goes. You basically. Um, start where it goes out you don't yeah. get penalised for it or anything like that a kick you would yep absolutely you a kick you don't so it's like rugby yep so if it doesn't go out of play and it just goes into the corner the runner is therefore pinned into In corner. that corner and only has one way to run which makes him easier to cover mm-hmm. I don't get it yeah I really don't so why, I agree with why you why have punters never done that you know, not, why isn't that the, the default position 
Kobe oh. Wadman does it and he's the Broncos punter but for him it's easier because he's punting at mile high so that's mm. give him a pass on that one one question I had though is your first stat of how many punts he had yeah um, I'm going to sound a bit dumb here is that a lot I don't know it was, a, it was around, what's the normal it was in the top half of punts okay because right? Tennessee for, at least for the games that Mariota was playing were punting a lot you're damn right <laughs> As the season wore on and Derek Henry was used more, yeah. they didn't have to punt as much. But Brett Kern was consistent in getting those those punts deep okay. and uh, allowing the, the uh, special teams to catch it before it went into the end zone. That kind of I thing. love so, it when a punter gives it deep. It, yeah. <laughs> and Brett Kern gave it deep. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I, okay, I have no argument with that. I can't remember. I've got nothing to back it up. <laughs> I don't. I don't know many punters. If I'm going to be honest, I know Riley Dixon again used to play for the Broncos. Um, if you gave me a hundred million pounds and nine scientists, I'm not sure I'd be able to name the Steelers punter. <laughs> Just, I had literally no idea. Although, or five minutes with Google, I'd be able to find out who it is. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's Jordan Berry. Jordan Berry. Yeah. yeah. I wish um, I didn't know that because he's not very good. Is he not? <laughs> it's one of the. How can you not about. be very good as a punter, though? It is yeah, technically the easiest job. Just wallop it as hard as you can. Keep it out of the end zone and put it out of play. It's technically the easiest job in the world. Should be, shouldn't it? Apart from long snapper. Long snapper's pure muscle Ooh. memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's pure muscle memory. Yeah. Talk to Philly Sai about that. He's got very strong feelings on that. <laughs> Honestly, like properly, it's like, muscle memory. We'll pure, get him back you do it enough times, draft, it's so pure we'll muscle him. memory. I'll try and remember to ask him about that. Um, coach of the season. Go on, then. Okay, so... Um, when we're looking at coaches, I'm not looking at who won their division or who, who did the most really shone. Yeah, I'm looking for it's really There's only one man results minus expectations. There's only one man. Really? Uh, you going Andy Reid? No, I'm not going Andy Reid. <laughs> I'm just wondering from your picks based on it. Come I'm on. going Brian Flores. That's what I was going to say. All All right. Right. One man for the job. Pretty much. Because it is literally, it's your results minus your expectations. This is the team that everyone said was tanking after yes. four games. It was like... I mean, some people were saying it after seven or eight games. They probably doing it on purpose. Yeah. And they, probably, they might have been doing it on purpose to an extent, but... I think there's there's a few points to this. We've seen teams tank, be it on purpose or not. We've mm. seen teams tank, where the back office has basically stripped, has completely asset-stripped a team. Not quite as bad as the Dolphins did this year. The I Dolphins are... anyone really stripping like the They've Dolphins gone did. for it hardcore. I yeah. mean, they've got rid of a lot of players. I mean, even down to the players who weren't really that great, but became good for them Kiko mm-hmm. Alonso Alonso's okay nothing He's wrong with him but he was one of the premier pieces that yeah. Miami had because yeah, they had nothing else yeah. got rid of Fitzpatrick um, Tunsil Drake I mean you name it they got rid of a lot Kenny Stills yep and not only did they not I mean everyone I mean it was a disaster when they got their first win a lot of people were saying well, we, got a, we got a win we're not going to be picking first doesn't matter. No, I think there's a fairly good chance they're probably going to three first round picks. Boys. Yeah, they they're going to get what they want in the in the draft. <laughs> um, it's the fact is create being being able to create a culture because so many times we see a team tank, and it takes years to get away from that culture of we suck, we know we do, etc., etc. Fifty seven of the seventy two players were new mm. on that roster. I don't know how many ended up on the new on the actual 53-man roster. But of the 72 preseason, 57 were brand new. That's insane. Yeah. That's utterly, utterly insane. So he's created a culture where it's still a fun, try-hard, we're-going-to-try-and-win culture. And 
in terms of actually the defense, it's, and he's a defensive coach, it's actually not a bad defense considering what they've lost and where they started from. I mean, Eric Rowe looks pretty decent. <laughs> the aforementioned Eric Rowe. Well, he came from the um, Patriots. Two Super Bowl wins. Xavier Howard. Yes, he's the highest paid cornerback in the league. He is. At time of recording, that might change. <laughs> um, Davon Gachet, the um, interior, interior defensive lineman. Um, he's yeah, been like incredibly that. disruptive. Um, and Jerome Baker, again, linebacker. A, Christian Wilkins was okay absolutely. as well as their first round draft pick. Yeah. Yeah, again, absolutely nothing. I don't think he's shone as you would expect as a first round draft pick, but how many first round draft picks weren't in that team? Exactly. They, at the beginning of this cannot be underestimated. At the beginning of last season, they were toilet. And they moved on Cameron Wake as well, who'd been there forever yeah. on the defence. So that's another massive, you know, mentor piece gone yeah so yeah, it, it takes time to bed in a new system yeah. especially a defence to do what he's done five wins after what has, they started out as has he broken the theory of Belichick disciples not being very good I know he hasn't done anything yet but has he yeah we're going to be talking to each other on this one just like agreeing <laughs> nodding heads um, yeah. I'm excited to see what Brian Flores does with this off season um they're one of the most aggressive teams in the draft with the the, the capital they've got to play with. Yeah, you'd expect them to use a, the first pick on a quarterback. Um, you'd expect so, unless they go edge rusher, Chase Young. I don't think they should, but unless they, they do, they have to move up to get him. And uh, you'd expect I think, so. Yeah, you get all these kind of crazy stories about three quarterbacks going in the first five picks, that kind of stuff. That's not going to happen. I don't believe if, that's going to happen. I if someone that. falls in love with Tua and he all of a sudden goes second and they throw the kitchen sink at it, Chicago, <clears throat> then it could happen. They can't do that. I know, I know. Chicago can't do that. I know. But if Maybe it, the Chargers can. Nah, if they haven't picked up Brady I, by that point, I then they might do that. Genuinely, I haven't seen the Chargers move up in a draft in a decade. I don't. It's not something they do. It's but then not. again, you guys didn't do that and you did that last season because you yeah. saw the right guy. So Exactly. Um, it all depends if they like Tua or not. Yeah. He's, there's a lot to like, but he's got the injury worries. Maybe Tua goes first. No, Who knows? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. To get five wins out of that team, second half of the season was incredible. Unbelievable. It's, especially to beat New England in the last game of the season. They got five wins last season. That's In, in Gillette. Yeah. That's two away from a 7-9. and nine. And a 7-9 is universally recognised <laughs> as being all right. Yeah. <laughs> It is amazing. And that, do you know what? When they were playing uh, in the last game against the Patriots, and if the Patriots lost that game, they were no longer a seeded team, I can honestly well, say, seed, yeah. I can honestly say, the entire world for that <laughs> period was a fish fan. And look what happened. Apart from they, Boston. they knocked them out of the number two seed, and as a result, they had to go, well, they had to play the, the Titans. Yeah. And got smashed by the Titans. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. It was it was great to watch. We've we've been very nice to these players, Dave. Let's have a quick break and let's come back and talk about the biggest disappointments of the season, shall we? Yes, yeah, bury some hatchets in some heads. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to part two of the Jim the King NFL podcast with me, Jim, and Denver Dave. We've been going through the surprisingly good awards for the 2019 season. That's done. That was the nice bit out of the way. Now, Dave, it's time for us to have a look at the top five most disappointing players. Surprisingly bad awards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Annoyingly bad players of the 2019 season. Yep. 
Uh, we're going to rank them, so from five to one. And again, if we have the same player at any point, which may well be possible, uh, we'll play this sound effect. Shit. Do you want to go number five, or should I go number five? Um, I'll go number five. I okay. don't have a huge amount of stats to back it up. Just the fact that um, overall play hasn't been great, um, haven't been dynamic, and there's talk of said player walking away from franchise. Okay. Um, Tom Brady. Oh, you know what? I thought I'd have a lot to say, but blood. Hi, yay! This is an <laughs> now. There, I'm sure there are stats that back him up. I mean, he's had a lot of yards. So's Matt Ryan. So's Phil Rivers. Mm. So's Jared Goff. Still not had great seasons from what you expect. And we're talking surprisingly bad. You expect Brady to be. I can hear a million Pats fans screaming you out can. in one voice. You, but and then they. Silenced. <laughs> they have to admit, though, that he hasn't performed at the level they would expect. I know there's the caveat of his age. But oh, and the, the weapons that he doesn't have, Dave. Haven't and and Keel Harry is a decent wide receiver. Oh. Mohamed Sanu is a decent wide receiver. I'm oh, sorry. The Pats fans. Then that's on them. You can only play with what you've got. He didn't have it. Fair play. Yeah, that Gene Edelman is the MVP of the Super Bowl. Exactly. I'm. It wouldn't surprise me if they'd go out and get Emmanuel Sanders, actually, but that's by the by. <laughs> um, I. Wasn't in terms of 24th ranked quarterback this year? Um, I, I don't have it in front I of me. I think he might have been 24th ranked. I mean, in terms of QBR, his total QBR was 53.7. I mean, uh-huh. that's not great. The, the top QBR is what, 80, I think. Uh, top QBR this year is... Let me have a quick look. It'll <laughs> obviously be your surprise, Lamar Jackson. What a shock. Um, followed by Fanball, Pat Mahomes. Um, so, yeah, in total, he's ranking down at 17th in terms of QBR. Yeah, but their their ranking was around eighty, right, for QBR? Probably, yeah. Yeah, he yeah he was down at fifty three point seven. I mean, it's not great. It's really, really not great. I mean, you're braver than I am, Dave. Well, I mean, it's just the fact that I it, it kind of is a backhanded compliment in the fact that I expect him to be better. Forty three during this last season. Okay, he was forty two last season. Yeah. When you're throwing it nine yards, it doesn't matter. You said that yourself a million times. Yards. Right, eight <laughs> yards. Whatever you want. The line, the, the line of scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many times you expect him to do what he does. He's the general. He's the guy who runs the offense. So something will be set up and he'll look and go, no, 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 I don't like this. Change the play. Oh, yeah. I'm going to change the play again. You know what? It's it's first down. We're in the first quarter. We're only four minutes in. I'm going to call a timeout because I don't like what I'm seeing. Mm. I didn't see that this season at all. It was just kind of, let's force it. And... When if we go back in history and we see the games where he's got really frustrated, so against the Giants in the first game when he was constantly getting rushed in the Super Bowl, against the Broncos in the AFC Championship game when he was getting rushed by um, the Weir um, and Miller combination, when he was beating his helmet, when he was smashing the ground, he was getting really frustrated. We saw that a couple of times this season, and it wasn't because he was getting pass rushed; it was because he was getting pressured. Mm. That's not Brady. That's not normally what we see. And yes, he hasn't got the weapons. No, no one's disagreeing with that. I mean, they did win the first eight games of the season. Yeah, but again... But they were playing... I was going to say, look who game. they played. And their defence won those those games. There was that point where um, the defence... number one ranked defence. Number one ranked defence. And um, if Brady would have just grounded every single time and they would have punted, they would have still won those games based on defensive points. Yeah. I mean, they lost the games where they played playoff calibre teams. Yes. So they lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Texans. They lost to the Chiefs. 
And then they lost to the Dolphins. <laughs> and the Titans. Let's not forget that. That was a great game. Well, yeah, okay. In the, <laughs> about the regular season, Dave. I'm, I'm talking about the playoffs. They lost in the playoffs. playoffs. Yes, it's a did. big yes. story. They absolutely did lose in the playoffs. You know yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> At least that we right. never forget. Jeez, I mean, fair enough. You've got Brady in there as your top five disappointment. Yes, because I expect, and it's a backhanded compliment in the fact that I expect him to be oh, better. I'm sure Pats fans will take it that way. Yeah. When he's playing for the Chargers next season, I'm sure they won't oh, care. Oh, or the Colts. Or the Colts. He won't be playing for the Colts. My number five was Adam Thielen. Okay. Uh, yes, he missed six games with an injury, but something wasn't right with Thielen well before that. Um, if you want to argue with your quarterback on the sideline, you better come back and produce him next year. And Thielen managed just over 400 yards on just 30 targets. The one upside was he turned six of those into touchdowns. But this guy was doing over 90 receptions and 1,900 yards. Sorry, 1,300 yards. So 1,900 would be amazing. 1,300 yards a season for the last couple of years. So this was a real climb down for Thielen in terms of production. I could have put Stefan Diggs in there just as easily, but uh, Thielen yeah. was Malvi on the sideline to Kirk Cousins, whereas Stefan Diggs is just Malvi in general. Yeah, he's Malvi to everyone. Yeah. Thielen seemed to have a problem with Cousins, and that's not a good look. And mm. so. You need to back it up, like I said. I don't think you did. So the only issue I have with this, and he was like a number one wide receiver in fantasy as well. So yes, the only the only issue I have with this is that last season, so not the season just gone, the one before. Sorry, in that season he the started eighteen nineteen season. Yeah, he started superbly. He was brilliant. Yeah. Then he tailed off. I mean, he didn't tail off. He fell off a cliff halfway yeah. through the season. He might as well have been injured. That kind of continued this year to a certain degree mm-hmm. so I agree I'm not disagreeing with you I'm just saying is it that much of a shock when he had a terrible end to the season before I don't disagree I'm, this isn't me disagreeing with you I'm just saying there was somewhat of a precedent for it almost possibly but he was still highly touted going into the season by a lot of people yes and you do raise a very good point if you're going to shoot your mouth off you've got to be good yeah yeah and there we go so I do number four then you do number four Okay, my number four is Marshall Lattimore. Good shout. Is he, Good what, shout. Is he in your list? He's not in my list. No. He, <laughs> he was. He would have been floating around six or seven. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, in his first season, Lattimore came out with five interceptions, 18 passes defended, and announced himself as a shutdown corner. Yeah. Two years later, and he went from five interceptions to two interceptions to one interception this season. Um, teams seem to have gotten over that initial fear factor for him. The Saints averaged 241 passing yards allowed a game as well, which shouldn't be happening. And this was the same as the Eagles, only just above the Bengals in the bottom half of the table for points allowed, or sorry, yards allowed a game, uh, which is the, the biggest metric, I think, for a cornerback, is you shouldn't be allowing that many pass yards. Um, yeah, Jenkins on the other side then it's not as if you can say, well, they're just targeting the other guy. The measure that I saw, um, which sort of drew me towards Josh Norman he's not on my list he should be he was terrible the the measure that I saw which was really telling was yards after contact so after you initiate contact with the opposition how mm-hmm. many yards do they get Josh Norman led the league oh, okay. um, but I give him a bit of a pass because there was no one helping him and he spent no, he 90% <laughs> of the season on the field as well <laughs> and at least he touched him yeah um, so, that's, so that's my one for someone that was so good the first season yeah the the tail off has continued here so can I bring in another feature of this what we're talking about now so we'll go back 
and look at your fifth. So your fifth place was Thielen. Adam Thielen. Mine was Brady. I want to introduce a question that we ask at the end of this as a little caveat. Do you see them improving next season to where they should Ooh. be? Do you see Thielen getting back to being number one wide receiver? Personally, I don't. Not no. not with Kirk Cousins there. They're going to lose Diggs. Diggs is going to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe New England. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Makes sense. Colin Cowherd thinks it makes Malby sense. wide receiver. That's oh, great. they love that, don't they? <laughs> um, so they're losing Thielen. It's a deep it's like wide receiver Chow, draft. Right? Yeah, it's a decent It's a decent wide receiver, very deep wide receiver class. Um, they've got a... Treadwell's okay. I don't think they'll keep him. I think they'll get rid. Um, and Rudolph's good at tight end. He was a first-round pick for them. He yeah, was. Uh, they're going to... I, use that investment do you think he'll get do you think he'll get back to where you, everyone believes he should be I think he could Thielen could but whether he call wants it to Willie <laughs> Willie I wouldn't no. bet money on it no okay <laughs> and then um, Brady is Brady going to improve at 44 nope no I don't think he goes back to where he was what New England <laughs> oh that's rough <laughs> um, so your fourth Marshawn Lattimore, do yeah. you see him going back to being the ball hawk, total coverage cornerback that we're using, the young Richard Sherman almost? Yes. You do? I think Lattimore, out of pretty much any of them on my list, has got the most chance of bouncing back because he is young. In it's the pound-for-pound pound talent stage. fourth season. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think he's got the natural talent that he could just refocus. Yeah, in the pound for pound talent stakes, he is he's up there definitely. Um, so my fourth place is another saint, Alvin Kamara. Ooh. Now Kamara had a few good games. Yeah, yeah, the all right season. But he's got a very good O line, only seven hundred ninety seven yards. Mm. Um, was that scrimmage? Uh, rushing that just yards, rushing, just so rushing yards. Receiving yards. He Usually is, he was more of a receiver. But he's a running back, and historically we've seen him getting more than a 1,000 yards. And he's been the guy, I mean, he didn't have Mark Ingram there behind him. He had Latavius Murray instead. Very good. Um, Latavius Murray's okay. As a second running back, you can't really ask for much more. No. Um, Didn't have the uh, much-celebrated one-two punch from this podcast that we've so often (laughs) spoken about. But... I mean, he played 14 games and he was fit for most of the 14 games as well. It wasn't as though he was carrying massive injuries or he strapped up or anything. He just didn't get the yards. And for a guy who was touted as being potentially the pound-for-pound best player in the NFL a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. he just didn't show up. And quite frankly, he's lucky he's not higher than fourth. <laughs> well, he's not on my list, but um, you are right, he had a... For his standards, it was yeah. a disappointing season. You finished the season strong. There was a couple of games where you got a few touchdowns and stuff, but they were all from one or two yards. Do you know what? At least he didn't mouth off about anything, though. It could um, have been worse. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's not a Jalen Ramsey. No. Um, but again, you expect... You just... Again, you just expect more. Mm. He just didn't give us enough. That's the problem. I guess they just kept going to Michael Thomas the whole time, so they didn't feel like they need to, maybe. Yeah. It's the way the games were going. Um... The question of will he get back? A hundred percent. Okay. He's too good not to. Like he will get a hundred percent. He'll get back to it. Mm. May not be in New Orleans, but he will get back. Mm. I think he's going to be one of those guys who is going to command a big contract, and I don't think that New Orleans are going to be one of those teams that hand those contracts out. To be honest, if you bothered watching the last season of Ballers, which I don't recommend. 
then uh, you'd have seen Alvin Kamara in there trying to get touted by the Rams. <laughs> so, he? Yeah, he rocked up in an episode. Is that the one with the rocking? Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Not seen it. Don't bother. Okay. It's not a comedy for a start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're on to number three. My number three. So that was your number three, right? Uh, that was my number four. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was my I'm number four. Behind. Um, no, we, we swapped alternate. Right. Is it your turn to pick number three? My number three, uh, Xavier Rhodes. Ooh, now, okay. um, Xavier Rhodes is a, a guy I really, really like. He's one of my favourite players. Um, this season, he's been moved to infield. He's been moved to playing corner slot, which isn't his position. He plays deep slot. Mm-hmm. Um, PFF ranked had him ranked 117th <laughs> out of 127 <laughs> cornerbacks. He has been absolute shit. He has been terrible mm. this season. I need to say nothing more. Will he get back to where he is? I hope so. Because I really, really... If, if anyone's interested in understanding cornerbacks, Javier Rhodes did a did a masterclass. It's all on YouTube where he sat down with someone and explained what being a cornerback is all about and helps you understand it. It's brilliant. He talks about Julio Jones. He says, when Julio Jones comes out of, a hus- comes out of the huddle and walks towards you, you know the plan is to give him the ball. So you try not to give anything away. I know you're getting the ball. I know you're getting the ball. I'm going to cover you a bit hard. And he sets off the line, jam him at the line and run away. And then all of a sudden you're covering him. And you, he said, it gives you a complete breakdown. He should have watched his own masterclass last <laughs> season. Because it almost seemed like Has he forgot about it. You can watch this. Um, maybe. It wouldn't shock me if the Vikings move him on. It wouldn't shock me if the Vikings go for Chris Harris. Because Chris Harris spent Ooh. last season playing outside. And he usually plays inside. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, with the pass rush that they've got, they have to have a stud playing inside. They have to, because with Hunter and um, Emerson, thingy, Griffin. Emerson Griffin, Griffin. Um, he with the pass rush they've got, teams are going to get the ball out quickly, which means you need a cornerback and a free safety who are going to constantly cover the slot. They don't have that at the moment, and Xavier Rhodes is not that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, expect them to draft a defensive back early or pick up someone big in free agency. Xavier Rhodes, number three. Will he get back? Not sure. Okay. Was he on your list? I'm assuming he not. wasn't. No. I would say, judging by the look on your face, you sort of went, "Oh." There's okay. obviously a lot of bad players we can pick from this season. Yeah, I mean, by definition, <laughs> we saw this on short only five each. Um, just for the record, I've not picked any Broncos in this. Probably could have, but haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I've not put Mason Rudolph in. I could have done, but uh, oh, we both could have done that. He could have filled one to five. I knew he was going to be bad. So yeah, that's true. My he, number three. If anything, he was surprisingly good considering <laughs> the expectations we had of him. Mm. My number three is Marcus Mariota. Mm-hmm. Titans two and four. Mariota only scored seven touchdowns in six games before the matchup with the Broncos. Yeah, and then it was the two interceptions, zero points, and a viable backup option on the bench that finally put Mariota out of his misery. Um, Marcus has never had a season over three and a half thousand yards passing, but his touchdown interception ratio was always okay. And he was safe with the ball. Uh, I think they needed him to step up this season, but he continued to decline. And that's what's really disappointing is that the Titans fans put a lot of faith in Mariota. They still love him because of what he's like off the field more than what's on the field. But yeah, this was the end of the line as far as I can see for Marcus Mariota. I agree. It's the number two overall pick in 2015. Who was picked first? Was it? it was Winston. I was going to say, was it Winston? It was a one-two punch. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think the Titans were right, obviously, to move on because of what Tannehill produced in the same team. Yep. Uh, with no different weapons. 
Yeah, it just what what more can you say? He was like I said, the number two overall pick, and it was a thoroughly disappointing season when they needed him to to really move forwards. Yep. Um, can I tell you a little story about that Broncos game? So <laughs> I thought you might. No, no, no not it's probably not what you were expecting. No, 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 probably not what you were expecting. So um, we were in um, Seattle at the time, um, and we we're driving back. So on this Sunday morning, we spent the day um, down in Ohio in. Ohio in Oregon um, and we're down there quite a drive (laughs) it would have been Um, and we were driving back from Oregon um, going up to Seattle it's about a three and a half four hour drive and we went basically to go and see Mount St. Helens and where the Goonies was filmed don't ask not my choice it's terrible but anyway I saw if the, you've not seen the film or don't like the film then I'm not massive great. on it it was for the other half it was, uh, sure. it was her thing Kindergarten Cop was filmed in the same place as well yeah. which I find quite cool I was like that's a school so anyway <laughs> I digress so we're in the middle of Oregon I mean there's nothing in the middle of Oregon there's no signal or anything like that saw Mount St. Helens really cool saw the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. brilliant blah 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 got a bit of signal there was this there was this um, coffee shack which are everywhere in Seattle because Seattle and yeah. coffee blah 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 Starbucks. and they had um, I want to call it a Wi-Fi, just one, the just Wi-Fi. one. Yeah, and I logged on and I saw the Broncos are sixteen and up against the Titans, and I was like, "Yes, get in." Um, and I thought, you know, beginning of the first half, maybe, maybe we've had a quick start or something. I didn't realise there was three minutes to go in the fourth. <laughs> that was it. That was your. Life. And I'm sort of going, "What the?" F-? And then I watched the highlights back. There was a highlights. Well, there were Bronco highlights. Oh, yeah. There were Bronco highlights. I don't remember a quarterback. Sorry, I don't remember a solid starter franchise in inverted commas quarterback playing that badly since my number one picker uh, in terms of who's the biggest disappointment. He he was awful, like awful. Yeah, well, and you expect more. It was like the Peyton Manning game where he got benched. It was. Do you know what it was? It was kind of like when the Titans realised that Brock Osweiler wasn't what they bought. It reminded Texans. me uh, Texans, yeah. It kind of reminded me of the that. Titans as well, well man. You know. They've suffered enough. But it reminded me of that game because there was a point when the Texans benched him and kind of just went, "What have we done? What have we done?" <laughs> Let's learn from this mistake and not give players huge contracts. Well, they got they got Watson, so they've done all right with it. <laughs> They're with the quarterback, yeah. and then what they've done with him. Well, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't disagree. Do you Thank think you. he'll get back to where you think he should be? <laughs> It's a question we've got to ask. And the answer is no. No, I don't disagree. Where do you think he'll end up next? Do you reckon, do you reckon he'll, he will play for a team? Nah. He'll get a backup role. He'll, he'll get a backup role somewhere for a couple of seasons and then I think he'll just I reckon I know ease who. his way out of the league. I reckon, it's just come to me, I reckon I know where he'll go. A team who doesn't have uh, a backup and has a history of signing really not very good backups, really not very good starters as backups. The Rams, they had Blake Bortles last season. Mm-hmm. Would be an upgrade from Bortles. Yeah, Bortles is on a free this season as well. Yeah, I think his his starting days are gone. Yeah, I think he's 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 got five years now of of film on him. Yeah, if he was going to get better, he would have done. Yeah, I agree. The game hasn't slowed down for him. No, he's speeded up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it's nice that we've both had um, a few picks so far and haven't sort of. We're getting crashed. into the top two now. We are. I don't think we're gonna match maybe <laughs> who's your number two is it my turn for number two then? yeah we're switching my number two is Jalen Ramsey okay I love this you pick. haven't got Jalen Ramsey I haven't five. got Jalen Ramsey I wow haven't. nope this guy was traded to the Rams after three games this year 
he sat out of a game as well, claiming a back injury. I was, so he, he was crippled. He forced the move. He was crippled. <laughs> no, like genuinely. So um, Dave Caldwell, who's the GM, yes. came out and said he's injured. And then did you not see how injured his back was when he was riding on that quad bike going I over know. the mud hill? I mean, he, he, was, he looked awful. Bless him. <laughs> Bless his cotton socks. Yeah. So he forced his way over to the Rams. Uh, For two first round picks. Two first round, yeah, I haven't got to that yet. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, he managed one interception for the rest of that season, for the whole season, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Rams gave up two first round picks to the Jags and moved on the keep to leave and Marcus Peters to free up the cap space to get him in there. Uh, he's expecting to get all the monies for his next contract. And. My abiding memory this season is him getting rinsed by Emmanuel Sanders to lose a divisional game to the 49ers. Yep. Rinsed, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy that mouths off like no tomorrow and he is expected to get a lot of money that he doesn't deserve right now. Yep, I agree. So, in terms of disappointments, I thought it was a bit of a slam dunk. Do you know my big, my biggest memory of Jalen Ramsey this season? Um, so, I went Part to... The hot bike. Apart from the quarterback, I went to uh, Wembley to watch the Rams against the Bengals. Yes. Um, with uh, Mike, who's a listener, Chiefs yeah, fan. Chiefs fan, yeah. Big up yourself. Probably still drunk from the uh, oh, Super Bowl. Drink it in, mate. It's not going to happen for another fifty years. Uh, <laughs> uh, just give me hope, all right. Just give me hope. <laughs> so we were watching the game, and it got to the very end, and uh, he was covering the wide receiver. No idea who it was, and um, his mouthpiece wasn't in. Like, he's got one of the mouthpieces that hang down from the helmet yeah a lot of them do yeah so you can see when it's not in and um, they took out uh, was it no I think I think Dalton was still in at this point and he was covering the wide receiver not putting his mouth shield in at all and I mean it was almost like he's not going to target me I'm too good he's not. Gonna, he's just not going to target me mm-hmm. and it was almost that thing of slack defence just knowing I want to tempt him into throwing it and then it just turned into He's not going to target me. Why would I? I'm too good. Then got torched over the top. 70-yard <laughs> play. Like, absolutely dumb. Yeah. Um, he wasn't in for the next four plays. <laughs> Which is a bit of a surprise. stuff on the sideline. No, oh, I don't think it was his choice. Oh, I no, don't think it was his that. choice. But, I mean, literally for a whole quarter, I think it was in the third or the fourth. I'm pretty sure it was later the fourth. Um, just didn't, didn't pick his man up at all. It was almost no effort to track him. Nothing. It just and that for me if you are if you listen to any of the legends of the game they all say play it like it's your last snap and he yeah. doesn't do that yeah. um i don't like him i don't think he's that good um i think I he's got he i think he's pure talent but i don't think he's that good i don't think he's got it's like mario it's that mario balotelli if you if mario balotelli had the work ethic of ngolo kante unbelievable he'd yeah. be a legend but he hasn't he is the nfl's mario balotelli and sometimes that's the problem. If you've got too much natural talent, yeah. then you don't think you need to worry about... Vince Young had the same thing, notoriously. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, that was my number two, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, my number two? Ex- oh, does he bounce back? He's too good not to. I mean, if, you can, if you can whip him in. And, do you know when he'll bounce back? Contract time. That's when he'll bounce back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Your number two? My number two, former Steeler. Lev Bell. Okay. So, he had a year out. Um, but we heard nothing, but he's kept himself in shape. And he was mm-hmm. still getting tested by the NFL. 
Oh yeah, be tested every week. He was still getting tested by the NFL because the only time it stopped is when it officially hit past the deadline of when the Steelers could sign him back. Um, but he had been up to that point been tested constantly, so we know he wasn't doing the stuff that he'd been doing before. Let's, smoking weed. Let's not talk about that. What is just smoking weed? Yeah, still not good for an athlete. Legal in your state. It's all my state. <laughs> Where I live, well, it's illegal in a lot of states. Let's be honest, yeah. um, and it's also now legal in baseball as well. You can mm. smoke weed in baseball now, legally. It's on the accepted as substances. You're smashing, uh, trash cans. Well, we're not talking about that. that. No, <laughs> um, but a nine million pound cap hit this year. Uh, sorry, last year. This year, seventeen million dead he- uh, dead cap space. So they can mm. get rid of him for about nine and a half, I think. But they're going to lose seventeen million overall in dead cap space. Exactly, or trade him if they can. I'm not sure they can, but um, total yards. Le'Veon Bell had a season with only seven hundred and eighty-nine yards. It's unheard of. Well, I told you this before but, the season started. But you still expect him to have a single rush that was beyond nineteen yards. That was his longest rush this season. <laughs> I mean, it's an embarrassment. Mm. And he's always been a receiving tight end as well. Uh, receiving running back when is when did you ever see that happening it's almost like he just couldn't be bothered well the line doesn't help either it doesn't New York so okay is New York's line better than the Browns yes marginally yes it is marginally mm, not having it so <laughs> he should be getting it's not it's not 700 yards different and he played no. enough games as well. It's just, it's just a massive disappointment. And I, I could tell you, if you talk to any Jets fan, a year off. they would be disappointed. It doesn't matter. All we heard was throughout all of the off-season is he's keeping himself fit, he's keeping himself fit. He obviously wasn't. I mean, he is chiselled. He's always kept himself in good shape. Okay. Then so there's no excuse. I wasn't excuse. really surprised about him doing that because then there's no excuse. it naturally works out, but... Oh, he didn't come in looking like CJ Anderson. No. <laughs> he didn't look like a barrel, but again, he just you expected more from him. Despite... There's rumours there's rumors about him coming back to the Steelers. And the, the I don't see is, it. I just don't see the it. Difference, okay, I don't see it either, but I think the difference is that he could, whereas someone like Antonio Brown burnt his bridges. Le'Veon Bell didn't burn any bridges in, in Pittsburgh. He's not, isn't he taking... He's respectful to the Steelers. Isn't fans. taking a year off, though, burning no, your bridges he paid. He's I got think... paid. Yeah, he got paid in New York. Yeah, he got paid. So he should have been good enough in New York. Right. You want to get paid. If I'm standing there going, I want to get paid. I'm better than this. You owe me more money. I'm, I want to be paid what I deserve. You go somewhere. No one's arguing about your, your disappointed thing, all right? Honestly. So don't don't get all riled up. I'm just talking about why he could potentially go back to the Steelers. I don't think he's going to, but there is no. a path there if, he, if they wanted it to happen because... He's still held in good regard with the Steelers fans. So at the moment, at the moment, you're still a Steelers fan. <laughs> I will always be a Steelers fan. Well, until you change to no, Chiefs, but never. let's gloss over that I've for never a second. Changed. Um, would you? Do you want him back? I know you'd have him back. Do you want him back? <laughs> I don't. No, I don't want him back. But if he came back, I would not be annoyed. Okay. Like I said, he always kept it respectful, even knowing you're going to have to eat that much money. No, I wouldn't eat that much money. That's the only way you're going to get him back. Well, I'm not going to get him back. Okay. So, so I'm just saying, talking about the man here, there's ways of doing business. Yeah. And if you want to sit out an entire year of your career, of which it is limited regardless of whether you play or not, to try and get paid, then I would do the same thing. Do me a favour. He got paid by New York because they were desperate enough. Do me a favour. Um, tomorrow morning, yeah. ring your boss and go, I'm not coming in <laughs> I unless, you, unless you double my wage. <laughs> And then have a year off. Yeah. I and then go to that. one of your major competitors. No, you can't. Because he no could. sane person can. Well, he did. 
Yeah, more for the bloody he jet speed for them for Trying to chase another deal, but yeah, that's another story for another time, Dave. All right, so my number, number one. one, my number one major disappointment, um, Nick Foles. <sighs> Nick Foles. Now the reason being, he is. A I super- was really hoping to use that sound effect more than <laughs> I used it. Thank no. you very much, Dave. I'm sorry to burn it. You could just change yours to Nick Foles. I'm gonna press it now. She. Um, I say Nick Foles because he should have been the answer to the prayers of the Jags. The Jags have been looking for a franchise quarterback forever. Mm. I mean, their entire lifetime. Well, they had Blake. Well, less said about that, the better. (laughs) He started badly, got steadily worse, and the less said about the end, the better. But there you go. Four-year, $88 million, fully guaranteed. And he first game of the season, fair enough, he got injured. Um, Garner Minshew came in, didn't have a you know he he did well to start off with. They lost not to the solid Super Bowl champions on that first week. They did, and again, I'm I'm not going to say that Minshew didn't do well. He he definitely did do well. He could have been on our list as a surprise, but we didn't good. really know much about him, so it wasn't that much of a surprise. But he, he did very well. Um, came in in week thirteen, two fumbles and an interception. Had two fumbles and an interception and got dragged off, never to appear again for Garner Minshew. Uh, he did score two touchdowns in that game as well against the Colts. Two fumbles and an interception for a but franchise I'm just, quarterback. I'm just trying to put the whole round in there. You can't just say the two the bad things. He scored two touchdowns as well. Okay. He never appeared again. 47 for... passes against the Colts in that game as well. <laughs> he never appeared again for the Jags at all. They've what? signed... They've... They played four, he played four games for them. No, yeah, that was the last game he played. And the last one was against Tampa Bay. Mm. He came back against the Colts. Not sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah, two sacks, two touchdowns, one interception. Then the next week he played at the Titans. They lost 42-20, where he didn't score a touchdown, didn't get an interception. He got sacked three times. And then the last game he played was against the Buccaneers, lost 28-11, Again, no touchdowns, uh, one interception, and three sacks again. And he completed seven of 14 passes. So, so all of four games, four losses. <laughs> so but again, the Jags were, were awful no matter who was playing under centre for them. You're still backing up the fact that he was a massive you're disappointment. You're right, he was a massive disappointment. Yeah, and they, they basically put themselves into a huge hole by giving him this $88 million fully guaranteed contract. That they've now got to try and weasel their way out. They shouldn't. No, make it work. Well, they've got rid of Tom Coughlin, the guy who signed him. He's not there anymore. I mean, fundamentally, it's a terrible signing. Only because if they, only if they dig themselves deeper. It's the Jags. I think there is a way of, of Nick Foles working in that team. Well. In order for that to happen, they have to show some kind of faith in him. So far, they've hmm. not done that. Well, if you look, like you said, he got injured on the first game of the season. Okay, mm-hmm. He was out for an extended period of time. Yeah. And then they didn't handle it well when he came back because he's coming into a brand new system. You had Doug Marone look like a dead man walking. I can't believe he's still the head coach. And Doug Marone didn't want him. He said he didn't want him as well. Which is just the worst thing in the world. But again, it's not up to Doug Marone who's, the, who's on the roster. And the problem is they've got a general manager who tends not to have a say who's on the roster either. <laughs> yeah. Dave Caldwell, I like as a GM. I think he's done some great things. Mm. But since Caldwell's gone there, uh, since um, Tom Coughlin 
He's gone there. They've made some very bizarre decisions. Well, now he's gone. They might be able to turn that around. But and Dave Caldwell's retained his job as GM as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's the same, the same two there that are kind of. They need to really look at Nick Foles and, and make it work because they can. He is a Super Bowl MVP. They have to. They have to make He's it work. He's a very poised quarterback in the pocket. They need to sort out the offensive line. Give him some bloody receivers. Yeah. You know they ruined him by taking away the two Allens, especially Allen Robinson. Hmm. I mean, Alan Robinson was close to getting into my surprisingly good wide receiver. And he's brilliant this year. Considering what he was getting thrown by, thrown at by, you know, <laughs> it's incredible that he got any sort of production. And a couple of so times he played on special teams as well. They just didn't have, apart from DJ Chuck, they didn't have yep. any sort of offensive firepower going on there. Leonard Fournette has been underwhelming as a, a top five running back since he's come into the, the league. Mm-hmm. They need to get a better O line to support Nick Foles. Need to get another running back in there. A, Blitzy wide receiver, someone quick like Henry Ruggs to come in there. I don't disagree. I really they, don't. But if they do that, if they put the effort into the into the offensive weapons around Nick Foles, then he can definitely bounce back. That's great. He's a quality quarterback. How are they going to do that though? When they're already over, they've got the they've least got two first round picks for a start. They've got the least amount of cap space out of everyone. They're going to lose Calais Campbell. He's not going to be there this time. Okay. This time by the time free agency ends. I have a sneak, have a sneaking suspicion he might be in Denver. No, no, no they're over the cap, not including well, we'll Clay Campbell. We can talk about the ins and outs of that. They can always make stuff work. They can, but, but they're the going to have to. Dave, is that they're cheap? Mm, they are, but you still got to make cap room for them, which they don't have. They're three million over at the moment, they will, they as will we have stand. To get, they have the Jets and a few players. Yes, right, you're damn right. They're going to. <laughs> he is, but he won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. He then was back up again. And took over in the playoffs. I can't remember. I think he won a playoff game and then ended up losing in one of the championship games. Or I think he lost in the championship game to the Jags. Maybe I can't. No, it wouldn't have been to the Jags, no. obviously. Um, but he lost in the championship game or game before, and then went to the Jags as their franchise quarterback, as the guy who was going to save them, was going to become this court, uh, franchise guy that they've never had before. And it's you, you can't jet has not worked games, out. Right? Even if they were bad games, it just has not worked out. You can't. You can't. Draw the line under it after only four games. If Mitch Trubisky gets three seasons at least, well, then you've got to give Nick Foles more. You don't look that. at what Ryan Pace is doing in in <laughs> Chicago and go, no, yeah. let, let's copy that. Let's do what he's done there. Yeah, no, let's not do that. No. Okay, my number one. I can't believe you didn't pick him. Go on. Three letters. RG three. <laughs> 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 A bit late to the party. Yeah. <laughs> Odell. Beckham Jr. Okay. Last time he played all 16 games, he scored 10 touchdowns. That was in 2016. This year, he scored four, despite playing all 16 games. You wouldn't know he played all 16 games, by the way. No. Uh, he just broke the 1,000-yard receiving barrier, but it was his off-the-field stupidity that made this year even worse. The fact that he'd go up to players at the end of a game and ask to, to go to their team. It's just like typical Odell Beckham. It's just the worst type of attitude you can have. And it's most disappointing because of how he came into the season. He finally moved on from Eli Manning. He'd been moaning about him for seasons. He'd got Baker Mayfield, one of the most exciting quarterbacks in the league, who's brilliant at slot passing uh, to throw to him. He's with his best mate, Jarvis Landry. Everything's looking up. But then it's the Browns being the Browns. And he was the most Brownsy Browns player out of all the Browns. He Browns the hardest. 
<laughs> I mean, this is this has got to be like Christmas morning for you, hasn't it? Just thinking back to before the season, the Sports Illustrated features, all the crowing from him, you know. And he was brought in as a big name to to really elevate that team, who had fit, had a good end to their last season before this one. So this is the most. This has got to be the most disappointing player in the league. Your most disappointing player is a thousand yard wide receiver who got more receiving yards than Tyreek Hill. More, <laughs> more receiving yards than DJ Chark. How many games did Tyreek Hill play? Thirteen. So you played three less games. Yes. 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 And how? <laughs> more receiving yards. Am I wrong? He played. He got more receiving yards than Emmanuel Sanders, and Emmanuel Sanders played seventeen games. Yeah, but not all for the same team. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the first half with the Broncos throwing them. No wonder he didn't get any any production. I'm going to stab you Stone in the face. <laughs> I'm going to stab you in the face if you. Although it, it was Joe, it was Joe that. Flacco. So I'll, yeah, let, yeah, I'll let you, you off go. with Thank that one. I'll much. let you yeah. off. See, that's always going. Oh, like he's a disappointment like as well. More he's a disappointment. Do. No, I like Joe Luck. Not as much as Daniel Jones. Pipe down. <laughs> he should. Really. I think he's been a disappointment. I don't think you can count the off the field stuff. Otherwise, our Stonewall. Otherwise, our Stonewall number one pick is Antonio Brown. As, no, 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 it just, just is. No, um, I mean, that was just hilarious. It was ridiculous. <laughs> um, part of me wants wants the uh, Steelers to pick up a Hall of Famer with that third round pick he got as well. <laughs> Another yeah. part of me doesn't. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm not. If he's in your top five, yeah. If he's number one overall, not sure. He still is a thousand yard wide receiver. He's the twenty first ranked wide receiver in the league. And I agree he probably should do better in terms of his numbers, but he's at the Browns. He was supposed to make that Browns team better and he made them worse. Hmm. Mm, statistically he made them better. No, the problem was they were forcing the ball to him because he was complaining all the time he wasn't getting targets. Yeah. And he still wasn't catching them. Oh, do you know what I want to happen? Oh, how amazing would this be? The Browns give up their first round pick to get Stefan Diggs. And they pick up Antonio Brown off free agency. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring back Freddie Kitchen. Oh, I love it. <laughs> there we go. I'm I'm not sure about that. I disagree with that. You disagree with my first overall. I do. Well, I had Nick Foles down as an honourable mention. As you can see, I had some dishonourable mention. Dishonourable mention. Yeah. yeah. He was my number six. Yeah. If I'd had another one, he would have gone in there. But I just think that. He's got room for there's there's a way to get out of that problem mm. where it could still work out for them if they really actually sat him down and worked with him the same way that Botmore worked with Lamar yeah and said do you know what we really do need to work around you and build this team around you what do you want what do you need what plays do we need to strip out of the playbook what plays do we need to incorporate we need to make you comfortable Gardner has done great but he is a backup quarterback that's all he is so don't worry about him you're the starter. You know, don't worry about the first ten games or whatever. Don't worry about the whole next season. You're our guy moving forwards. That's what they need to do with him. Yeah. With OBJ, I'm not even sure he's going to be in Cleveland next season. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows. It'll be an interesting saga to see what happens. So where though. the hell is he going to go? And um, if he goes, <laughs> how can he bounce back? I don't know. 
depends where he goes. It depends where he goes. Um, so you mentioned he was in Ballers he... as well this year. He was in multiple episodes. That's how. That's how you know <laughs> you've got a bad player. Well, you know uh, how many Steelers players were in Ballers? None. Uh, you sure? I was so happy. There I was can't... no Steelers I... players in there. Was there any Broncos players in it? Uh, no, because there's no famous Broncos players. So. Von Miller. No. Bryce Callahan. No. Melvin Gordon was in an episode. He doesn't play for the Broncos. I'm just telling you players that are in it. Okay. Damn it. This season, uh, DeAndre Hopkins was in one episode. Prima Donna. Prick. And uh, Dante Fowler. It was another one. <laughs> We've got Trey Flowers. He loves that kind of stuff, doesn't he? No, I don't think so. Trey Flowers was in an episode of Big Bang Terrell Theory. Terrell was in a few episodes in the early seasons. Doesn't surprise me. Um, so no. you mentioned that um, Nick Foles was one of your outside picks. Who else yeah. did you? Oh, no, was there any other one? I was, I was keeping it lean. No, so this was this was called um, the Josh Norman Award um, <laughs> for honourable mention. The other guy who I um, really wanted to put in was Philip Rivers. Um, would Jacoby Brissett as well? Because Brissett had the opportunity of a lifetime, and he disappointed me. He's Not got a, the first half of the season. He's got a great O line. No, but overall, he's got a great O line there. A decent run game. I know Marlon Mack got injured for a bit, but you know, decent again. Decent receiving core. I like Jack Doyle. I think he's a really good, a really good tight end. Yeah. And this was his real chance to become the the quarterback for the. Um, for the Colts and he, he just, got paid he got paid but there's more to life than that and he just missed his opportunity it's just a bit disappointing for him more than anything yeah I mean they're going to have to go quarterback again aren't they yeah 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 they are unfortunately uh, there's one more what we can do if you want which is the pound for pound rookie of the year uh, you were talking about like surprising rookie of the year pound for pound surprising rookie of the year well, or no, just, how do you want to do it um, so rookie of the year I think we can all agree with who the rookie of the year is not Daniel Jones before you say it alright oh who are you talking about <laughs> it's obviously Nick Bosa I think pound for pound mm. um, I like Kyler Murray as a pick for pound for pound overall just yeah. because I think he looked solid throughout um, I also as much as it pains me to say it um, as a I think he was a third round pick um, Juan Thornhill yeah um, elev- if, if, second I think I, I don't think it was I think Hardman was second <laughs> I think Thornhill was third I think might be corrected on that um, he's just so anyone who doesn't know Hardman was their first pick yes in the second round yeah okay so yeah third um, so I think he was third third round overall he's very good in the um, if the draft was rerun now I yeah. mean anyone who watches any kind of NFL you'll see this happen a lot Thornhill would Redrives. probably be pick up in the first round. Yeah. Um, you take away all the fanboy part of it and he would probably go in the first round. Mm-hmm. And it's not really... It, moving from third to first, it's kind of reminiscent of Eddie Jackson the year before. I mean, I know Jackson is more likely... Yeah, but it's not really surprising with what he's been playing with. And losing um, the as well. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Um, so it's kind of, I mean, as much as it pains me to say it, I... I'd probably go for Van Thornhill being the pound for pound in terms of absolute value. I, there's no one else that's immediately springing to mind. I mean, okay. when you when you're a third round rookie and people are you going into a Super Bowl, people talking about you being a big miss. That mm. kind of says everything. It was a real shame he wasn't in that Super Bowl because yeah. he'd done a lot to get them there. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's not a bad pick to say you sprung that on me, and I didn't have anything to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all right. <laughs> 
I've got to ring the bell again for my guy Terry McLaurin. Yeah. As a third round pick, 76th pick overall from Ohio State to that Redskins offense and to put up seven touchdowns and just under 1,000 yards on your first season. That's just more than impressive. We played every game. Yeah. Is it easier? So it is, man. Genuine question. Is it He'd easier? He'd go first round. He would be the first wide receiver taken off the board. Uh, yes, probably. He'd go first round. Him. Another on redraft. Or Hollywood Brown, maybe. AJ Brown, I think, was better than Hollywood Brown. AJ Brown, rather, yeah. Um, but I still... Th- and DK Metcalf is up there as well, but I honestly... Metcalf, think- Metcalf wasn't as good as those two. There was one point where Metcalf... Tried to catch the ball, missed it, need it into the opposition for it to be intercepted. That forever he's will be still, played. He's still no, he is. He's good. great. He's great. But you know, um, so Thornhill was a second rounder, but sixty three. So it's basically second what stroke third. Um, but yeah, so it's very very end of the second round. Did they go up to get Hardman then in the first round? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Probably. We'll say they did. Well, well I mean, history, history of it yeah. Happens, there so. was uh, there was all talk on draft night of. Um, Certain exploits by a Mr. Hill, so let's gloss well, that's over. why they picked up Hardman. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't have those allegations, then they would never have taken McCall Hardman. But nope. worked out for the best anyway because they still managed to upgrade their defense okay, and had the them, extra yeah. weapon. Hardman had a really good season. Yeah, I like McCall Hardman this year. Um, nomination for special teams player of the year for me. Yeah, well, he went to the Pro Bowl, didn't he? As a special teamer, well, he was nominated to the Pro Bowl special teamer. Yep. Um, the other guy who I think Taylor Rapp as well. I know he's quite a high pick, but it's been brilliant for the he's, Rams. He's been what's, good. I hoped he would be better than, than he's been, but I guess being in that Rams team has not been easy. What's been surprising, though, is this talk of him wanting a new contract already. It's his first season. What? Yeah, legit. Like, wanting a new contract already. I'm not sure how that works. That, but... I'm not sure how that works, though. Because you're tied into it a rookie you're deal. The Rams. Well, <laughs> he's, got no money. You do raise a very good point there <laughs> as well. So, No, I think he's been very good. Um... Other than that, who's been the major disappointment in terms of rookies then? Who's the guy you really thought would step up? So Daniel Jones was... Pipe <laughs> down. <laughs> I mean, did it to wind you up. Yes, you are winding me up. Yeah, you see, it was easy. I don't want to say anyone was a major disappointment just yet. It's too early in their careers. No, but you you can go off their body of work. <laughs> yeah, but not like Jonathan Abram has only played one game. Yeah, so, well, yeah, but you wouldn't put that in because he's only played what, half a game. <laughs> I don't know, Dave. Who would you put in? I don't know. I was just. I, I was. I, I, I was I'm not going to put anyone in. I was I'm more interested write in off after one season. No, it's not a case of writing them off. I can't think of anyone. I can't think of anyone that's come in their first season and been absolute pony. Uh oh, what was um, Lindstrom the? Offensive lineman for the, for the Falcons. Yeah, well. It takes them a couple of seasons to get in, though, so I'll, I mean, they threw the ball more than any other team last season. Mm. So they must have had some faith in him. Oh, not really, because he didn't really, he didn't really play that many didn't play that many snaps. <laughs> it's, an, it's an offensive lineman, I mean, who cares? You know, just that's get another the, one next year. That's the spirit. Well, they picked up two. Their first two picks were both offensive linemen. again this season. Maybe. <laughs> Let's let's put it to a close, Dave. Let's let's wrap it up. We've gone for over two hours on this pod. Jesus. So, with the break, hopefully everyone's had a chance to get the toilet in between this. Or maybe they didn't. Maybe they took us in the toilet with them. <laughs> you can take this pod on the go. Um, you can uh, obviously download it from iTunes for free, or stream it from JimandTheKing.com. That's JimandTheKing.com. 
Um, <laughs> as I said, we're still going to be doing some more, another at least probably eight pods, I think it is, until the end of April. Uh, we're going to be hitting all that free agency goodness. I know the combine's happening very soon. My one quick word on the combine is ignore the combine because it just tells you lies. That's you saying that? Yeah. Wow. I've been burnt by the combine on too many well, players. Normally you're somewhat of an adversary of watching the combine. No. Don't do it. I used to. I used to put a lot of stock in it. I don't anymore. If you want to know what a player's like, go and watch the the game film. True. Don't watch them doing bench reps or doing cone drills. It's just not important. Yep. It's not important, and it's it's going to elevate players that shouldn't be there. I've I've over over evaluated too many players on the on the combine and got burnt by it. So don't worry about it. Ignore it. It's just you know, just what it is. Just for for people to take up time. Um, so I have my disappointment of the year in terms of the draft. <laughs> Go on then. Quinn and Williams. Again, give him some time, damn it. Move on. Just, wanna, <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. All right, so there we go. That was the pod. Yeah. Um, so we're going to take another week off and then come back in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but until then, thanks very much, Dave. You're welcome. So until next time, I've been Jim. That's been Dave and Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.